Dork Tales proudly presents Dungeons and Dragons, The Reign of Emrys. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Reign of Emrys here on Dork Tales. This is episode 23 uh, out of our hopeful 24, and uh, really excited to have you here. I'm Kelly. I'm the Dungeon Master. I use he and him pronouns, and I'm excited to be here tonight because... Oh boy, tonight's going to be a busy one. I hope that you're all ready for some fun and ready for some action, because I've got both of those things in store for both my players and for you. Uh, without further ado, why don't I go ahead and pass this along, and we hear uh, who else is here tonight. Uh, let's pass it in reverse circle formation and throw it down to Caitlin. Hello, I'm Caitlin. I'm super excited to be here. Yay. Uh, I use she, her pronouns, and tonight I will be playing Talfrin Pridery, the human barbarian of wild magic, who uses he, him pronouns. All right. Pass it over to Ooh. Ivy. Hello, uh, everyone. I am Robin. I use she, her, or they, them pronouns, and tonight I'm playing... I have not I have not brought my voice down yet for Ivy, so I'm not going to do that nice rumble velvet that she does, but uh, I'm playing Ivy, our uh, tiefling blood hunter, Order of the Mutant, um, who... Uh, I'm, 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 I have many concerns about, um, her well-being and it's fine. It's fine. She's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> but I'm excited for game. I'm hyped. I was tired from work, but I had espresso and I'm feeling like kick in now. So this should be a great game. Gotta go fast. All right. There we go. Now I'm, I'm one with you. Uh, all right. Uh, to Cat. Hey everyone, how's it going? My name's Katrina, I use she, her pronouns, and tonight I am playing our um, beautifully emotionally stable halfling artificer, Veritrix. She is an arterialist, and she also has a lovely little fly mechanical flying rabbit companion named Crux. Nice, alright, passing it up to Amy. Hello, I am Amy. I use she, her, or they, them pronouns, and I will be playing Leiden and Merov, our ASMR cleric of the grave. All right, and then over to Claudette, which, I mean, Christine. Hi, I'm Christine, and um, I use she, her pronouns, and I will be playing Claudette Belmont, Embodying. our lead singer wizard, uh, who also uses she, her pronouns. Nice. And I've also had the Zoom juice tonight. The Zoom juice. While we're on Zoom, do we just just like squeeze it out of our laptops or something? Like, what is this? Freshly zoom squeezed juice? laptop. Don't try this at home. Yeah, normally, you pack your laptop in rice if that's going to happen. Zoom. <laughs> Hopefully, it will also make me go zoom zoom. Zoom zoom. All right. So, hey, folks, it's wonderful to see you here. Also want to do a quick shout out to two things. Number one, good to see Haley's our artist in the chat. Uh, Haley's is responsible for all of the character art that you are seeing on this screen. Uh, and our buddy Michael Sylvester Slays is responsible for all of the visuals. So if you are watching live uh, and, and like looking at the screen, thank those people and go visit them. You can go find Haley's uh, where she does tons of commissions and amazing artwork, particularly um uh, character artwork that focuses on a lot of like personal detail. So definitely go check her out. She's always looking for more commissions, although she's very selective. So go with a very interesting pitch. I made her draw Danny DeVito once. That was pretty rad. Um, so, uh, and also quick shout out to, to Flawed Cowboy for uh, calling Amy the ASMR cleric of the grave. Which is always how I hear it too. So I feel you. 
Me too. Um, every time. Every wanna, time. It's ASMR. The ASMR okay. cleric. Every it's, time I hear the word paradise, I think either paradise or like, yeah. Isn't that what it is? Or paradox, which is a pair, pair of ducks. Or a mm. pair of docks, like Doc Martens. Hmm. I'll write this down for later to use against you. Dice, pair, uh, dice. I can make a t-shirt out of that. All right, so, tis the season. Yeah, you totally shouldn't let me do a commercial for you. Hey, Liz, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll, I'll trade you. We'll do we'll do uh, exposure trades. I think I'll get the better end of this deal. Um, all right, so folks, without further ado, let's go ahead and start talking about the Reign of Emery. So if you are tuning in for the first time uh, from some of our other campaigns, Reign of Emery's is a, uh, a pseudo, kind of like Renaissance Enlightenment-ish era um, D&D game that is set in our homebrew world in a country that uses magical technology in order to forge its way across the world and seize uh, the, the, the rest of the known world under its thumb in sort of a, a magical uh, totalitarian state. Uh, you know, as you do. Um, the characters are members of this empire who are starting to realize, well, who have kind of realized that their their place is not uh, quite as nice as they thought it was, or that it's really nice for them and not anyone else. But they've learned some things. They've also learned that if they do not stop a royal wedding inside of, oh, look at that, two days now, uh, maybe less, uh, the world is going to end as they know it, as an ancient and virulent mystical plague known as the Black Star phage is going to invade reality through something that happens here uh, and one of the agents of this plague is none other than the future bride and future empress of the continent and country of emery's uh who also happens to be robin's character's mother sort of there, mommy a, dearest there's a thing there's a thing oh, so you're saying it's the end of the world as we know it but i'm just fine you feel fine yeah, no. I feel fine. Do we bad. feel fine, though? Do you feel fine? I don't know. Do you? Um, all right. So, uh, folks, all of you are going to have a full rest. As we start this off, Ivy, I need you to make me a constitution save, please. I'm also going to roll for my chaos dice, too. Sounds good. Uh, let's see. No one else is infected by the chaos phage. Everyone else can heal to full, reset their spells, reset their things, because you've had a little bit of time to transport. Last episode, you all managed to... Ooh, um, that's nice. You nah. made it... Sorry. You made it I'll to... I'll do math in my head. <laughs> Loud math. Um, you made it to the city of Duchesne, where the game started, uh, and regrouped inside of the Belmont Manor. Uh, Claudette's family, uh, at the end of the previous game, the house was beset upon by Imperial forces who were looking for the, the source of the magical uh, teleportation energy that had brought you there. Uh, what occurred after that was a... A car chase with lots of explosions and then traipsing through the halfling district to go look for Varys' parents, uh, at which point you found her mother and explained that you were going to try to reach the Crucible, a mystic energy forge and the source of much of the Empire's energy power. Um, located just to the north here between the me between the capital and Duchesne. Um Yeah, and that's where we ended last game. Robin, what'd you get on that roll? 21. Okay. All right. You are not any more dead this episode. Yay! That's episode. why I was like doing math in my head. So like, oh, I rolled a 19. And then I had, oh, 21. Cool. Oh, my neck finally cracked. That's because I rolled a 19. You're welcome. I think I rolled. Hold on. I'm going to roll. 
for that. I rolled a 6. That feels like a 16 more than anything. 17. I got a plus 1 con mod. Probably. Plus 1. Sounds about right. Um, and we're going to start in about 10 seconds just looking for my chart for all of uh, our boy's weird wild magic bullshit. Where is it? Is it under W for wild magic? It is just wild magic table. Okay, cool. We won't need that chart much longer. Why? Who told you what I'm doing to Talfrin? Yeah, what are you trying to suggest there, Kat? I don't want this game to end. <laughs> I mean, I assume there will be other wild magic barbarians. It's not like Talfrin is the only wild magic He's, barbarian that exists. There can only exists. be one. That's only Amy's next one. character. That's that's why that's why they're saying that. They're well, maybe. Gonna... Yoink. All right, so folks, it is now time for the reign of Emrys. <clears throat> and here we go. The sound of crunching leaves is only interrupted by the sound of birdsong overhead. Talfrin, you keep low, bending your knees, mirroring the man in front of you's example. His beard is long and blonde, braided. He walks with a short bow draped over his shoulders. His clothes are jerkin, leather. A quiver is strapped to his right thigh. And he moves with a grace that seems feline, preternatural. You do your best to follow. I'd like you to make me a dexterity check. Uh, you may add your dexterity mod to this, but you are not proficient in, dec uh, in stealth. Okay. Oh, I rolled a 19. Okay. So uh, that's 22. Yes. Okay. So following him, you manage to make your way through the undergrowth. You're up in the mountains, up in the highlands of Katogine, traipsing over bare stone rocks that are shot with algae, shot with moss like lightning bolts of green verdant hands that reach out over all that you see. The forest is bright and lush, and little shocks of red and gold are beginning to streak through some of the trees as autumn starts to reach its fingers across the land. You're not old at all. In fact, you're maybe six? Five? Four? This is one of the last memories that you have before before they showed up, the Amrisians. Your father raises a hand in front of you. Stop. Do you hear that? Yeah. Below, you will hear the sound of wolves rise up into the day. The wolf song echoes, bounces around the clearings below. And from here, you can see perfectly into a shady glen, some hundred feet below you, diagonally from the side of this cairn. In it, you see a stag turn and glance over its shoulder, 
around it. A doe, several of them, in fact. As well as what look like a few foals. The foals the word I'm thinking of? Yeah, okay. Can you make me a perception roll? Okay. Natural 20. Natural 20. Nice like me tonight. From all around you, you can see... Sorry, fawns. Fawns, not foals. Thank you. Mm. Several fawns. All around the area, you can see that there are bits of gray streaking in, moving in a concentric circle, spiraling down toward that clearing. With that vision, you are going to be able to see the huge, hulking forms of seven timber wolves circling down toward that toward that dale. The deer the deer notice. They notice before the clearing bursts and the first wolf runs in hurling itself at one of the fawns only to get the slam of an antler into the side of its shoulder. A little plug of blood erupts out into the air as as the stag flips it onto its back, but by then the other wolves are rushing in. The deer break and begin running to the west. The stag spins in the circle, throws itself on its hind legs, and rears up trying to catch as many of the wolves as it can with its hooves. A pair of the wolves, likely a mated pair, try to move around to the west, but the stag lashes out, catching one of the wolves underneath its hindquarter with the side of its antler, ripping it up along its groin and throwing it against a tree where it makes a sickening crash. The other wolves circle and watch, and you can see at this point the stag can probably make it away. All it has to do is run to the east. There's an opening. But the stag doesn't do that. It continues the fight. It rears and kicks and gores. And it tries. But in the end, it falls. Or it falters. Do you do anything? Did you do anything? You have a short bow in your hand, as well as a few arrows. Or do um, you watch? He'd be watching for the most part, and then probably turn and look, look, look at his dad, and if his dad made any motion to, like, you know, anything, like, or something... Your father looks over at you, and you can see that above the leather, he's wearing a doe-skin capelet. Well, capelet, more of a more of a cloak than anything. Above his head, a pair of antlers juts up into the sky from the headdress. 
Aim. Hit that one. I got it. Hold. Wait until it does the work for us. Now, make me an attack roll. You will not add your proficiency. Uh, you know what? You may add one because you have been shooting before. So count your proficiency bonus as a plus one, and you may use your deck or your deck still. Got a ten. You got a ten. <laughs> the arrow whizzes by, spooking one of the wolves. Um, they're going to notice you up on a rise, and a couple of the wolves are going to bay at each other and then begin trying to move their way around. They were here to hunt deer, not menfolk. Humans are too much work. One of them begins to lurch forward, catching the deer high in the thigh and pulling it down to the ground, beginning to devour it. Blood erupts out of the arterial spray, and your father... Shoot again. I'll get it this time. Shoot the stag. Don't let it ruin the meat with adrenaline. Not anymore. Put it out of its misery. Yes, Papa. Now, from this uh, angle, it is prone, but I'm not going to give you disadvantage because you're shooting at a downward angle. So, actually, from this, uh, it is more or less still. So, go ahead and make me a dex check. I'm going to give you a minus two to its armor class okay. because of your ra your vantage point. Okay. So, do I do I do it, and then I minus two from it? Uh, no, I'll take care of that. So, just you're going to have an easier okay. shot. Is so all I mean. I rolled an eighteen. Okay. And then. Mm, where do you shoot yeah, it? This. Uh, whatever would be the quickest. Just... Uh, the the other side of the throat, right around here, or or the head itself, like the eye. Uh, probably the eye. Okay. Your arrow finds purchase inside of the beast's brain, and it goes limp, kicking a few times as its nervous system continues to die. The wolves begin gathering as much of it as they can, trying to pull it out of the clearing. Uh, but at that point, your father lets out a couple of hip, hip, and a few more arrows from the nearby clearing where other family members, your uncle, your cousin, fire a few more volleys into, into the pack. One wolf falls and the rest turn and run. Sorry, Papa, I really tried there. You made the merciful kill. Hmm. He looks down at the scene of carnage some hundred feet beneath you. What do you see? I see... A deer that was against all odds trying to protect its troop. Giving them time. He could have run, but he wanted to make sure that he gave them as much time as possible to get away. Hmm. Do you know why we wear the antlers? Because they're a proud animal and strong and very loyal he's grasping at straws at this point 
His father will put a hand on his shoulder. At this point, Talfern is such a small boy, and his father's hand is so massive. It reaches almost halfway down his back, it feels. Talfren, he grabs you and squeezes you and kind of pulls you a bit closer to look roughly. It hurts a little, but you can't let it show, right? Mm. Love makes us strong. But sacrifice makes us noble. Below, in the clearing, you see your uncle approach the stag, bury his hunting knife into the beast's chest, and pull out its heart. It throbs once, and then we're no longer there. As the camera fades out, we see that... The heart is not a heart. Pardon me. As we fade out from the heart, being held in that large hand, we see now that that's not what it is. It's a garnet held in your hand right now, Telfrin. The aircraft that you all find yourself on totters through the late evening. It's been almost a full day since you arrived at the Soul Star residence. It took a little while, but she was able to find a way to the Crucible. The Crucible is an immense machine. And as such, it requires maintenance, requires crews, requires constant upkeep. The maintenance shuttle that you find yourselves on drifts through the early evening. You see that Mrs. Soulstar is manning the controls, getting the uh, the correct clearance codes to land at the Crucible. She warned you all, this would be dangerous. You best know what you're doing. I can get you in, but I'm not certain I can get anyone out. What is Talfrin doing as he's kind of sitting in the back? This kind of, all around you, you're seeing that uh, this is basically a cargo shuttle uh, meant to carry maintenance workers. You can hear the sound of propellers outside that are kind of acting almost like a hover cart. Kind of just like... You're moving through the sky at a slow pace above Duchesne. Uh, well, north of Duchesne. And in the distance, if you looked out the window, you could see that... Well, the inner bay is glowing a bright golden orange in the distance as the sun begins to set. All around you are various containers full of supplies, uh, empty battery cores, um, general just 
equipment. There's enough room for everybody to sit and kind of hunker down among the boxes, as well as some boxes that have been hollowed out to hide inside of if need to be. What are you doing, Talfrin? Uh, with that, he was probably just trying to figure out what to say to what exactly he wants to do, how exactly he wants the meeting to go. Uh, I mean, it's not going to go the way he plans, but at least a little bit of a something is better than nothing. Around the car, around the, the, the hold, you can see that um, <laughs> your old friend Dirk, of all people, is here with you at the end of things, sitting not ten feet away, but almost like he's in an entirely different world. <laughs> he has a woman sitting next to him, and the two are paying very little attention to anything else. Claudette and Leiden, likewise, are sitting, chatting, Claudette going through her spells, Leiden perhaps preparing some prayers. And Vary sitting in the front, looking out. Maybe talking with her mother? Yeah, probably. Is there anything else that you're all doing? Just enjoying the enjoying the trip. Probably pretty quiet at this point. Yeah, the Ivy's sharpening her knives and <laughs> getting everything ready for uh, probably a big fight. And she's probably making sure Dirk has weapons. I'm assuming they talked about how Dirk got back to as well, and but she's probably a little bit more um, trusting of his capabilities uh, than when, when they first met. So, but she's probably still being like, "Yo, you have." Long range, short range. Um, I, I, um, mo- mo- mostly short range. I mean, I'm a pretty good shot. Uh, I, I'm, re- I'm really good at um, um, uh, ball, ball throwing. <laughs> I always was good at carnivals. Because I'm a, I'm a juggler. Hmm. I did not know that. Well, I mean, when, when did I didn't really have time to. No, I, I'm not saying I, I'm not blaming you. I also like. Well, uh, here, give me your knife. Yes. Um, and he'll pull his own knife out, and actually, he has two, so he'll pull two of them out, and what's okay? That's a twenty-four. <laughs> so he'll just start doing like a really slow knife juggle between the three daggers. Um, be careful with mine. If you check it somewhere, you can potentially willingly teleport to that what? location. Uh, that one's going to go... Uh, and it's going to land, like, right between his legs, about two inches below uh, a, a bad place. <laughs> and stick in the ground. You could have told me that before I started. I didn't realize you were going to juggle with them. What else? I just mentioned juggling. What else would I have done? I don't know. You're going to be okay? This is uh, really dangerous, and you've kind of jumped in this adventure in the 
the last act, some would say. Well, I mean, I could use a refresher. What are... What's the plan again? We're here to stop the world from ending. Yeah, I caught that. I meant specifically. No, that's We're going to start a riot. Yeah. In the prison. But how? And with that, we're going to kind of cut back to the night before. Uh, Amy, you have your hand up. What's up? Oh, I was going to say that while we're preparing, I'm casting Death Ward on myself and Claudette. Sounds good. Yeah. So that's, that's not said. concentration, right? Nope. It just lasts for eight hours. Oh, nice. That's really good. All right. So that Yay. will do. Um, let's see. Okay. Uh, so earlier the night before, as you were speaking inside of Vary's mother's place, you were going through a number of a number of options for what to do. The Crucible is an immense machine. It is, well, for one, it's a pit. A huge cylindrical pit, much like a lithium mine, burrowed into the ground. Above it is the Collector. A huge um, flying saucer-shaped building about the size of a football stadium. It's tethered to the ground by several immense cables, each as wide around as the as the waist of a of a 737 plane. And it stays aloft, one part by its own internal hover engine, one part by magic, and one part by the sheer force of the crucible's beam. The accretion beam is what is created at the core and fires up into the sky because I have a sky beam, sorry guys, uh, and it is collected at the, at the top. Which means that the prisoners mostly work on the underside and then uh, those at the top uh, are usually scientists collecting uh, various uh, energy sources, transferring it into batteries and, and other, um, uh, using it basically. So like high tech, low tech, Sp split the atom, collect the energy type of thing. Um, with that, uh, that means that all the prisoners are located on the ground. There are a couple of ways that you could get in there. You could try going in through the mines, well, mines, we'll say, uh, through the collection, uh, or you can, oh, pardon me, I should, I should refer to it as, we'll say that that is the, uh, the core, or the, uh, the smelter, we'll call it the smelter, uh, and, uh, or the collector. Both are valid options. Um, the beam itself, rising out of the ground, um, were you to look down at, you would see that it is roughly 1,000 feet long. Blasting into the sky with a whitish-blue glow. So... Anybody who's trying to figure out what would be a good idea here and understand how this thing works, you can make me an arcana roll. Uh, if you are asking Vary's mom questions, uh, you may uh, roll with advantage because she can assist. Okay, I'm gonna be doing that. I'm absolutely uh, well, asking yes. her mom questions. Oh, 100%. You, you oh, yeah. 20 total? Nat 20. Nat 20, so what's the total? Uh, and that was Arcana, so that that's Arcana. gonna be 27, I believe. 29, sorry. 29. Also, 29. someone in YouTube uh, decried the fact that you keep forgetting to use your Artificer bonus to, like, up your... Because there's an Artificer special ability that you keep forgetting about. Which? Uh, the Flash of Insight, I believe. 
Apparently it would have saved your butt in a previous episode. Flash of genius. Flash of genius. So don't forget about that. It's basically like, it's like a bard ability almost. Oh yeah, I've, I've used that a couple times. I think you just forgot in a previous game. Someone was yeah. like, I love the game, but oh my god, Perry, use it. <laughs> um, I also rolled a natural 20 on the advantage, so I Holy got 27. Shit. Holy shit. For Arcana. I rolled 19 and got 28. Sneaking in here with an 11. I'm proud of you. Thanks, my other dice was a one. Maybe so. I'll actually calculate by three, because I have negative two to Arcana. I'm proudest <laughs> of you, Talfren. Thank you. Talfren, <laughs> you don't care how it works. You know you're just going to hit it with a stick. Yeah, basically. He's going to like try to think about it a little bit and then brood in the corner. Okay. All right, so depending on what you want to do here, there are a few ways to disrupt the flow from the Crucible. One is to attack the collection conduit and destroy some of the machinery inside of there so that it can't actually do its job anymore. Uh, potentially, since it is a closed circuit in theory, um, if the safety protocols work, uh, there will not be a, um, think of it like a steam engine. Uh, in theory, the flow, the beam should shut off if the collection the, the collection area is damaged. If it doesn't, uh, think of it like a steam engine. What happens when you shut all of the pressure valves? Uh, it will eventually explode because this is this is this beam is rough, guys. By the way, you uh, you will hopefully not have to encounter it directly. You probably will. So you're saying don't jump in the beam. <laughs> you only have to survive it for two rounds because you'll fall a thousand feet in two rounds. <laughs> That's true. Honestly, Talfern could survive that fall if he's enraged at the time. I wonder if you could flap my wings like 30 mm. feet from the ground. Could you do that at the fall falling? Uh, I believe you would still take falling damage from the lurch, but I'd give you a strength save to try to reduce it. Huh, interesting. But yeah, they, they don't really give rules for diving, but I, yeah. I'd, I'd be willing to work something out. Okay, uh, another is you could destroy the, um, the smelter beneath. Um, you could also kill everybody. I wrote that down as an option because this is D&D and that's the way some people think. <laughs> uh, I have a question, Kelly. Yes, please. Um, because this is this would cross Varys' mind. Um, can we crash the collector down on the mine? See, see under kill everyone. <laughs> so that would yes, kill hundreds that would kill. of slaves as well. But... Uh, to do say that. we say we got the say we got the the slaves out. To do that, uh, you would have to. Hold on, I'm just thinking of how many for different internal systems <laughs> would have to be broken for that. <laughs> because of course that's where Mary's mind goes. Um, I'm surprised that she didn't think to use the central collector dish as a transport into the capital. But okay. Um because it's a flying saucer. Um, theoretically, you kind you, it would it would be more effort than not to do it, but maybe you'd have to find a way to disable its um, its own levitation as well as I, I have a feeling that it'd be hard to aim it on the way down because of the tethers. Okay. Oh, pardon me, there are six tethers. I should have just looked at my damn notes. I wrote six. Okay, so... Improbable, but not impossible. It's D&D. &D, nothing's impossible. Make it cool enough. I don't care. <laughs> this, I mean, um, 
I mean, I think it's cooler, though, to fly a flying saucer into the capital. Right? And then crash it on the capital? Well, you. this isn't the capital, though. No, but fly it to the capital and crash it on the palace. I would say well, two, two, two things about that. No. Uh, I would say flying flying the collector dish uh, would summon the entire Amrisian Air Force against you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. So you want the big smash, knock on the front door in the most obvious way possible and go, oh no, how did they know we were here? Yeah. Um, also, if you destroy the Crucible, uh, do you like Magitek? Oh, yeah. That means no more Magitek. No. That's basically like destroying the Hoover Dam. Like, this is their power source. Yeah, good point. Uh, now, to give you a, to give you an example of the rough mechanism how, of how this works. Uh, yes, Ivy. Um, one of the questions Ivy would have definitely asked Varys' mom would have been, like, which is probably the most easy, like, easy to reach and for us to access of the two between the smelter and the collector she would have which which one would have been probably the more easiest to sneak into disguise into well it's pretty easy to end up as a slave i can get you the easiest into the um into the upper chamber into the into the collector dish myself because that's where i've done all my work i haven't done any work underneath my clearance isn't high enough but there's a lot of astro well, there's a lot of sky science basically that needs to be done to keep this thing aloft and collecting it has to be attuned just right and that's one of my specialties and the same with uh, Mr. Soulstar I can get you into the collector dish if you want to get into into the actual the actual smelter itself I can let you off nearby and you can try to sneak in is there any sort of magical teleportation circles between the the upper and lower you feel like there must be for this for high level clearance folk to get around there there is something like that there are also quite a few sentinels that'll take you up and down as well as um various elevators there's a there's there's something called the kessel ring that will ride up and down along the light shaft it's pretty quick um, can transport about about two dozen people. It uh, takes about a minute, the full distance, to safely go from the top to the bottom. Right beside the big scary beam. Hmm. Okay. Well, it it uses it as a um, as a propulsion system. It's actually very fascinating. The way that it works basically is that um, kind of like a magnet. <laughs> What you need to understand what's happening down there is that several different refractor beams are all combining to basically shatter and redirect the energy from whatever is being uh, brought into the smelter itself. Usually it's uh, magical items, 
ores, other things with inherent arcane potential, in inherent energy. Um, by by shattering them, it releases the the stored energy and is rechanneled up into the collector dish to be put into batteries and, well, everything that powers our lives. Well, I think if it's the easiest way for you to get us into the collector dish, we go there and make our way from there, try and disable it, stop the flow, and then beam down to the surface to talk to the prisoners. That's what I'm understanding, too. I'm not sure how we... Sorry. A big enough distraction that we'll be able to get in the city without being noticed. Hopefully. This is going to be very dangerous. Yeah. You should be where everyone that I know who has worked down there makes a point to wear protective shielding. The, um... Sl prisoners, she says, after catching herself and looking at Talfrin. The prisoners... They aren't awarded this. The, the destruction of the magical items and the rechanneling of the energy into the Crucible Beam doesn't... It's not a perfect closed system. It... There's bleed out. A little bit of whatever is destroyed makes its way through the lower facility in waves. That's why it's buried so deep in the ground, so that it doesn't reach um, any of the groundwater or um, anyone deemed necessary. Now, for those of you who got nat 20s yes. there... Yes. Uh, actually, you know what? And Claudette. I'll give it to Claudette, too, because she's smart enough. Um, anyone... So the way that it worked, basically, okay, you guys are all kind of understanding the basic mechanics of this of this magical fantasy hubble we've created, right? Okay, mm -hmm. so, okay. Uh, but what that also means is there's some type of super collider down there, uh, and that is impacting whatever is thrown into it. So say that um, it's it's kind of playing with the idea that matter is matter and energy can neither be can created or destroyed; they simply change state. Uh, however, what she's saying is this is an imperfect circle. So in taking a piece of matter, say that I have a magic coffee, coffee cup, and I put my magic coffee mug in the center of the collider, uh, and uh, it is smelt. It is destroyed. Its energy is recollected and whew, fired up for collection. Uh, what that means, however, is that it's not perfect, so there is a bit of a backlash uh, in the area. I'm going to say that it kind of goes like this pew and whoom okay so kind of like a wave right a big particle wave that kind of ushers out kind of um kind of like the death star blowing up right in in one specific concentric circle um what that means is that whatever you put down into that that gets atom smashed um also irradiates outward So, in theory, everybody would have part of, like, you know, the magic of my mug kind of splashed into them and probably take a bunch of force damage and some radiation damage. But they'd also get mugged. 
Maybe the mug was the wrong choice to say. But. So. Like makes like. I hope that makes any sense at all. I think so. Okay. If you have any questions about that later, I've fed you a plot nugget. You may choose to use this plot nugget later. Um, great. Yes. Well, besides that, I, I can get you into the top and you can figure it out from there. Is there anything else you need to do? Any other... Anything else you need to prepare for? This will take most of the day tomorrow. Leiden. What are you going um, to do? Leiden's going to do some sending. All right, what are you going to do? For our rest. Um, she's going to first contact Zeet. Once, now that we have our pl oh, general plan. Um, general plan. And... Also, we'll try and reach out to the pirate captain afterwards, because I think I've got, like, I've got a couple spell slots left. Reaching out to Dirge? Nice. Okay, so let's talk to Zeet. So, reaching out to Zeet, using sending. Yeah. This is 25 um, words or less, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. So, before I do that, I want to touch base with the party and just quickly get an idea of what the hell am I telling him? Am I telling him to meet us at the capital? Am I asking him to come and help us retrieve slaves from the Crucible? Um, <laughs> what exactly am I telling him? Well, depending on where he is, we have to be careful what's said if they can intercept ascending to yeah. the capital. We don't necessarily want to be saying anything too too blatant. Trying stop and world meet at palace with backup. I mean, if he's or in the capital, though, that basically tells him that we're coming to the capital to, like, attack the palace. Yeah. I mean, you might have to risk it. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, we'll have to risk I it anyway. I think we're going to have to. We just have a like, short time frame. Mm -hmm. So am I telling him anything about the Crucible? Am I going to am I gonna hint that? Or am I just going to say... Well, that's nine, what I said. Yeah. So you could say, going to cause distraction. I don't know. Because um, I'm thinking like big, um, big distraction. Crucible save slaves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Followed by like um, meet us at. Uh, bring help. Help stop royal wedding. Save world. Mm -hmm. Bring forces. Bring help. Need date for wedding or something. I don't know. If there's space for something tongue-in-cheek. Oh, oh, we should also tell him, like, by, like, a daytime. Like, like we should give him a day, like... A, window? Like, yeah. like, a window. Or, like, yeah, we should be, like, need to stop by this date. Yeah. You know? Insert remaining days we have left here. <laughs> yeah. T-minus so two days... Yeah, so he knows, oh, he doesn't have three days to come save us. <laughs> Zeet, you're late. Well, you didn't tell me when to show up. Yeah. Um, well, isn't the Imperial wedding already set? Yes. Okay. So he already knows when that is. There's okay. a good, there's a good chance fair. he probably will. Yeah. Okay, good. good Why good, tell good. him anything about Crucible? 
Yeah, so that's why I was wondering, is, did we want anything to do with the Crucible to help get any but people out of it? If things are going wrong, or do we well, just want him to go straight to the royal Send capital? it to him in advance, Yeah, and there's a chance that it will get intercepted, do we yeah. really want to immediately already have the army waiting for us? I mean, why, yeah, don't you yeah, just that's say, why, why don't you just say, hey, I'll meet you at the wedding? Yeah. End of world, help out. <laughs> royal wedding. Yeah. Or something. Bring men. And yeah, I think the question was, people. do we want him to help us with this mission as well? Yeah, that's what I'm I mean, saying. Because if we're not, though, then I'm not going to worry about it. And I'll just we're go already om- almost there. Yeah. I mean, at this point, though, he is. doesn't know us. This is the day before, so you got time. Yeah, this is the night before when we're planning our, preparing our plan. I mean, he knows. Well, we met twice. Mary. Right? He knows. He knows Ivy. Ivy. Yeah, he yeah. in the town. <clears throat> He roughly met you, though, in a five-minute encounter. We went drinking with him at the at the pub afterwards. Yeah. While you guys were have uh, talking with the mages. Yeah, v- very and Ivy, have, and, and very spent a couple of days on the train with him too. Yeah. Right, if you think he's gonna just drop everything and run into an, an insurrection rebellion with you, he seems like the type. I mean, That's if he doesn't answer and doesn't show up. We'll just no, plan for we could, we could do it, but don't treat him like we already went through the hell of the future with him. Exactly. Like he hasn't been through that. He probably doesn't remember. Why don't you address him as your highness or my king? Um... Lena's not an elf. I'm really not an elf. Hmm. I- this is harder than I thought. Your lordship. Anything <clears throat> to hint that we might know something about him? Or king of elves? Yes. King of elves met you in future. Trying save world. Trying. Yeah. Trying save world. Uh. Bring forces to... Royal bring, wedding. Yeah, bring forces to royal wedding. I'm thinking I'm at 15. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Um, yep. Uh, wedding. Uh, need your help, please. Your highness? I. You got three words left. Or four words left, I can't tell. I think I have four. Okay. You gonna put need date for wedding? Yes, need date for wedding. <laughs> All right, make me a persuasion to roll flat. Without the cheeky, I was going to give it disadvantage, but if you didn't... <laughs> I thought we needed something. He seems funny. Ooh, do we all start with inspiration again at the beginning because we're not in hell anymore? Yeah. Okay, that was a 19, even though it totally just clanked off the edge of my rolling tray and not into my rolling tray. So persuasion, you said? Yep. 28. There's no response for a good solid minute of silence as the camera just goes back and forth between everyone's faces. (laughs) And then you'll hear. Hi. Who's this? (laughs) Y'all sound familiar. But 
I ain't been to the future yet. Sounds shitty, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> ain't never said no to a wedding invitation, though. And that's my 25. <laughs> okay. They oh, never boy. said no. They never said no to a wedding invitation, though. Uh, all right, so that's one sending out of the way. Check. Okay. Now, I want to send one to the pirate and have them see if I can convince them to help with the rescued slaves and with the crucible specifically. Okay. I feel they may be more interested in that. Okay. Want to fuck over Emery's? <laughs> Basically, um, committing treason. Help me uh, help save slaves. Oh, it's not treason yet. <laughs> <laughs> She's not empress. She's just my cousin. Yeah. Who's a bitch? We're blowing. Up. We're, we're we're freeing slaves from the crucible. That's treason. Yes. I haven't committed it yet. I not said yet. committing. That's a good point. Well, not necessarily because the future king might not care. But then we have to get a pardon after we commit treason. It's easier to potentially ask commit treason than ask permission. Yeah. So we are saving enemies from a dastardly plot. That is not treason. Overthrowing government. We're not overthrowing the government, though. Replacing government. Even that, we're not doing that. We're just preventing my bitch of a cousin from getting her hands on the government. Yeah. We need I'm a fun way to tell a pirate to meet us to do something. You so. do that by using fun words like overthrow, take over, or treason. No. Yes, but then you don't get rid of them. And they literally do how those about, things. How about freeing slaves? Come to Crucible. It's oh. leading and the party you rest in. You know, you know, to, might want to say, might want to say it's us. She knows who sends it. Evil people are trying to take over the government of Imri's who will make it way worse. Why will help us prevent it? Can I do an insight roll to figure out what, what I think will actually be <laughs> persuasion persuasive to this person? Uh, even a little bit, even with disadvantage. You, you may uh, do, do it with disadvantage because you've literally met her once. Yeah, but I mean, she, she seemed pretty, like she really wanted to get rid of her views. Yeah. Here we go. And do she kind of helped us, so. Don't forget you have inspiration. You can cancel that disadvantage if you want. Well, I already if, rolled it. So disadvantage. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. So. So, thanks. You said, I, I said insight. So this is an 11. Uh, what was your high number? Random Equinox just bought you something good happens. Oh, my high number was, um, would be a 23. Don't listen to Vary. There is nothing better than telling an armed militaristic force that you're going to do a coup and then not actually do a coup. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> hey, join us. We're going to go to the mall. It's, it's like that time a bunch of like when I was my first year of university, some people at the local LARP were like, oh, hey, you want to hang out today and grab some food? And I'm like, yeah, OK, sure. And then they picked me up and I got in the car and they started driving. They're like, cool. Right after we move. Ooh. yeah, yeah, yeah. What we weren't friends fuck? after that day. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wow. 
Wow. See, so, the way that, Lee is leading on this. That's what the pirates would feel like, I think. Yeah. <laughs> is saying, because is I thought it was that they seemed to, they really didn't like Emery's nobles. They liked slaves. So I thought maybe if I had them, if they came and helped with the situation at the Crucible. I think that and might get be. the slaves out. Yeah. Hey, and help re- relocate them. I think leaning on the freedom angle uh, yeah. is probably a, a good one. Yeah. So then, we can always try and explain that the we know like they're going to try and make the government worse, and we're trying to prevent that by preventing my bitch of a cousin <laughs> from sinking her claws in the government. Yeah, if if they have time after, maybe they could help us with this other if, thing. If you or they can booked. just keep trying to the crucible, making lots of noise. Yeah, yeah. they can be our distraction. On a fancy chase. My hey, focus a- here with these ones is the help get people out because there's mm. going to be swarms break of the slaves out of the crucible. Yeah. 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 yeah maybe free, maybe seize military tech. Yeah. 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 Essentially. Okay. <laughs> so leaning in the so this is still committing treason because we are stealing from the gov- from the government um, and breaking into their military stuff and oh, yeah. secrets. It's, re- it's reverse taxation. Yeah. So anyway, committing uh, like committing treason, freeing slaves at crucible, need help. Um, you can have whatever you can take find. What you want. Yeah. Please. Doing now, <laughs> doing now. And besides, I think we want to change the the energy source, anyways, from what's under the crucible to yeah. Other and options. then I think the last couple things she wants to say is something along the lines of um, is the time, which is going to be in the morning. Um. So uh, arriving, or. Operation starts yeah. at dawn or something like that, if we it, know what time. It's dusk. Dusk. It or at dusk, dusk, yeah. Operation starts at dusk. Um, very noisy. Very. <laughs> or could be fun. It's a very noisy, could be fun. Got ya. Got ya. If that's, yeah. Okay. Hmm. You'll hear a respond in your head. A very, very metallic, um... Huh. Very is noisy. That's why we get along with her. Pardon the pun. A bit of onomatopoeia. This had better be worth our wild. If it's a trap. And then the last word is going to be the sound of... Amazing how they send that. Amazing. She's a warforge. She can do what she needs. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I guess I'll communicate the responses as best I can. Story checks out. All right. Okay. Then let's... Let's go. I'm having a nap first. Uh, any other uh, any other sendings? I didn't have any that I super wanted to do unless there was ones that other people wanted to suggest.
Unless, so, I am open to suggestions. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Varys gonna pull out that little octo that little octopus statue, show it at her, show it to her mom, and be like, "Do you know what this is?" I don't even have the slightest clue, honey. Okay. Well, I found it at the Belmont residence. They gave it to me, and it's cute, but I don't know what it does. And they just kind of looked at it funny, so I'm assuming it does something interesting. Claudette, do you still, do you have sending? Okay. Uh, not prepared. Sorry. No, I didn't focus on that. I was focusing on... Yeah, she has no idea. Things like dispel magic and counterspell and right. uh, feather fall and that when is a very good we wake spell up, to have. do you want to do ascending to the crown prince? You're the one who knows him. Um, I suppose potentially. I don't want to say much of anything. Like tell him to leave town or or something to not get caught up in all of this, or ask for some assistance? The problem is he could be... He's in the capital. Easily exactly. influenced. So if anybody's going to be watching somebody's for sendings, yeah, likely it'll be him. So maybe if we make it out of this diversion, distraction... Yes. Then... And there'd be much less worry, delay. Delay, 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 delay. <sighs> so what's the plan? I think we save it just in case we need to contact someone. If you have extra s slots for sending, I feel we should save it just in case things go sideways. In the meantime, why don't we go to sleep? And then, tomorrow, let's go storm the crucible. Then? I ever thought I would do, but yes. Doesn't that sound like a good time? Sounds terrifying, very. It sounds terrifying. It sounds very life threatening. Oh, absolutely. So, do you all go to sleep? Sleep time. Think so. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Very, can you make me a wisdom save with disadvantage? Yeah. You can add your perception. You can use your whole perception with disadvantage. <laughs> okay. Do, 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 plus perception? Yes. Okay, so that is going to be uh, 15, and I'm going to use my flash genius on that. To Can you add... use that if you're not awake? Oh, it, it's a reaction. So, no, you can't. I don't All think. All right, I'm not going to allow it. So Yeah, so 15. Still. 15, okay. You... Or going to wake up, feeling the corners of your mouth stretching uncomfortably. And as you wake up, you have a full-sized octopus crawling down your throat. 
You can't scream. The octopus can hear you. Uh, the octopus begins to pulsate and push down your throat. You have a moment where you can't breathe. What do you do? Um, I'm gonna try and pull it out. Okay, you can make me a strength check. I, oh god, I don't have very good strength. Because it's time for Vary to die. Again. Holy shit, not 20! Okay. Plus All zero. Right. So, you would like to unattune from this item? Oh god, I am attuned to it, aren't I? You are attuned to it. <laughs> um... She's really curious about this thing. Um, oh fuck, Mickey, stop! Why is Mickey in your room? <laughs> well, he's not. He's just pawing at the door because he's hungry. Um, can I? Can I make an insight check on reaction to what's happening? I'm gonna say no. Okay. Because. I don't think there's any way that your insightful mind would go, this is a good thing. <laughs> That's accurate. But I'll let you do a very check. Roll me a d20 and tell me what you get. Okay, let's do a very. <laughs> go. Go. Add a nine to this for being level nine crazy. A dirty 20, actually. Okay, so I rolled an 11. Okay, so a dirty. you rolled a 20 on your unhinged. <laughs> yeah. You gonna hold on to a tentacle and let it like try? Yeah, let's see what it does. Okay. Uh, it is going to kind of like scurry a bit further down and kind of settle at the base of your throat, like right underneath where your chest swells out again, and is just going to kind of dissolve into your flesh. Like there, you feel a pressure, like you <laughs> swallowed a little too thickly, or like you're a little congested. Okay. Uh, as you are, as you say, okay, the tentacle is going to go down your throat, and you feel like a pressure, like you feel like you could flex this. Huh. Okay. Um. Can you wanna, I? Do you want to try? Y yes. Yeah, that's that's yeah. I'm gonna try. Sure, what are you aiming at? You're in your you're in your old bedroom. Oh god. <laughs> um There's a trophy of, or there's a statue of your favorite Wyvern ball player on the on the desk over there. Alright, sounds good. Cool, make me an attack roll, please. <laughs> Using, that 20 using strength. Okay, uh, you're going to open your mouth and a pair of tentacles is going to lash out and ex and explode your statue. Very, as a bonus action, you may now, uh, when grappling a creature, you may use your bonus action to lash out at your target with forceful tentacles that lurch from inside of your mouth. While grappling, you may do 2d6 bludgeoning damage and it uses your uh, your strength modifier for its attack and damage rolls. You are considered proficient with your mouth tentacles. And I'm going to roll to see who is sleeping in your room. One sec. Uh, Claudette. 
and Leiden are both sleeping in your room on the floor when this happens. <laughs> Suddenly there is an explosion. And uh, you are going to see very kind of going, like sucking tentacles back down her throat with kind of a spaghetti noise. I think Claudette's reaction is kind of to sit bolt upright. Go. Five more minutes. I rolled to see if Leiden was, um, if her sleep, uh, desire for sleep would outweigh her desire to wake up and check what was going on. I rolled a one. Um, so I don't know if that means she bolted upright or if she just slept through the entire thing. You know, you just slept completely through it. If she missed this entire situation. Okay. I think Claudette wakes up in the morning going, doesn't like, doesn't really like, register it? Of, like, red, like, debris on her. What? I think Claudette sits up, sees it, doesn't really register, goes five more minutes, lies down to roll back over, and then goes, wait, what? And by that time, various tentacles are already back in her mouth. <laughs> that was a weird dream. Roll back over. Try and go to sleep. Stick so a cold feet on Leiden's feet. Yeah. You're, you were saying that I need to have grappled somebody? Yeah, so wh while grappling is what it says. So while okay. grappling, this thing works. Okay. Uh, I will double check. The first night you sleep after gaining the item, it animates, crawls down your throat, and settles there. From now on, when grappling a creature, you can use a bonus action to lash out at the target with forceful tentacles that lurch from your mouth. <laughs> so basically, they're not that long. They're like... It's not like you're like, you can't Spider-Man around with them. Mm. Uh, although now that I've said it, I kind of want a halfling to Spider-Man around with mouth tentacles. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I may be asking for an offer at some point here. I I would also allow you to make bluff checks against a lithids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of you. <laughs> you, get a, you get advantage to make out with one. Mm. Mm. Fair enough. With Psychic, they know exactly what you want. That's true. This is terrifying. All of this is terrifying. And, I, like, she rolled it randomly. So, hey, there we go. Um, it could have been something nice. I kind of really do want Calamari. And with that, you turned in for the night. You all prepared your spells. And we find ourselves back aboard the shuttle. We're coming in close. It's right there. She says, pointing out the front windshield of of the shuttle. Following Karina's finger, you can see the fog break. And behind it, that beam of blue-white light pierces the heavens into the collector dish. It's even larger up close. Impossibly so. The collector is the size of a galleon several of them strapped to each other. It's immense. A cathedral of power floating in the sky above hell. The front... The front of the transport shuttle crackles slightly as the sending stone built into the front chassis or into the dashboard crackles. Uh, this is Crucible. Please report your status. Over. <clears throat> this is Mechanic Shuttle Duras. 
here inbound to do scheduled repairs. Karina Solstar. Imperial Artificer 97283 Gamma Omicron. Just a second. Okay. Quick question, Kelly. Yes. Um with the way that this hover car is, are we all in, like, the same main area? Like, could Ivy have heard her say her call sign and remember Yeah, you that? would have heard it. Basically, picture, like, a cargo plane. Mm-hmm. So, with, like, the door is open into the... Into okay, the okay. That's why I want to know if, if, like, yeah, the door is open. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Because right. Ivy's going to make a mental note about that. Okay. Chloe's not making a lot of sound or anything, but she's kind of mouthing over and over. It's not treason yet. It's not treason yet. It's not treason yet. <laughs> always room for treason. Dross, you're cleared for landing. We weren't expecting you quite this soon, but you got the notification about the broken coffee machine? Of course, sir. We always get every work order in promptly. Anything else that's broken, just let us know as well. We're happy to work on it. You're open for landing. Bring it in. Bay 6. Well, this is it. Any last prayers? We don't have enough time for all of those. You fix coffee machines? Aren't you, like, aren't you better than that? I do great work with an espresso machine. I'd love I will to try admit. it sometime. Yeah, I should have had the coffee instead of the tea yesterday. Mm-hmm. That was foolish. I betrayed my one true love. Oh, there'll be someone for you out there, I'm sure, Leiden. Not I, just I'm coffee. Meant... You know what? Let's just, let's just, this is fine. Hey, Tal. Dirk leans forward and smacks you on the boot. Hey. Yes. You okay, bud? You're uh, yeah. just just a little. God, this is this is this is. I, are you just excited? I'm. I can't even contain my excitement right now. It's. I'm very yes, absolutely. Dude, this is exactly what I always talked about. You like striding in like, big damn hero. Hell yeah, let's do it. Some type of like like knight in shining armor, man. Like you're. You did it, man. Like you're without the shining armor part, but. No, I mean you know you. You're pretty pale. <laughs> Maybe we can get some oil or something. Yeah, work on that. Work on that. At least I got this big ass sword. Yeah. Well, half the sword he got from the. Seriously, uh-huh. I mean you've, I don't know, man. You've got the noble bearing all about you. You too. <laughs> nah. Thank you. But... Thank you. It's been fun. Yeah. I hope we don't die. Okay. Me too, bud. Yeah. We'll have more adventures. I hope so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With that, you pull into base six. And I think that's a good place for us to take our 
washroom break. Folks, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere, and uh, we'll see you shortly. Hey everybody, Kelly here. No ad this episode, but if you like what we do here, consider supporting us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Every dollar that you give helps us improve the stream, and it really does make a difference. Also, you get your name at the end of the episode, which is pretty rad, because in the podcast, I say everybody's name, which is pretty rad. And finally, if that's not enough for you, there's a ton of additional content like behind-the-scenes podcasts, additional episodes, and more. There's just so much more. So, head over to patreon.com slash dorktales now and check it out. And for those of you who are already patrons, thank you so much for helping this dream stay a reality. We couldn't do it without you, literally. And with that, let's head back to the Reign of Emerys, here on Dorktales. The docking takes no time at all. And before you know it, you find yourselves walking through the hallways of the collection dish. Each of you has been given a set of coveralls to cover your outfit. They'll help you blend in with the maintenance crew. What do you do? It's a giant circle. Picture the uh, the Space Needle. For those of you who have been up in the Seattle Space Needle. Uh, and the way that it kind of circles around that central conduit. Um... Picture two giant rings, a slightly larger one and then a central one. The central one being much tighter and more or less kind of like a control center. The outside is where there's various crew quarters, uh, various um, various bays and, uh, and places for shipments to be unloaded. Because here you will see, uh, as you are walking through, a number of immense cargo ships. And when I say immense, I mean the size of a full freighter are parked there uh, waiting to deliver the payload, which are these immense energy cubes. Uh, Each one of these is, um, I think the best way to refer to them is a battery ingot. They're about the same size, shape, and, um, and, and rough dimensions of, say, like a Ghostbusters trap, including the handle so that they can easily be slotted in. Each one of them glows from within with that slightly tesseracty energy, that bluish. This is a magic cube energy. Do we have a map? Do we know how to navigate this area? Did we get that from Vary's mom? She gave you an explanation. Who's okay. who's uh, who's leading people through? Probably me. Cool. Can you please make me a survival check? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's the wrong button. Um, there we go. That's what I want. Um. I guess one thing Abby would have probably asked Vary's mom while they were traveling. Now that I think about it, because um, she doesn't look like a typical worker person anymore, so she would have asked if if they get like visits from um, Imperial Science Division at all. Absolutely. Uh, I got a 19. A 19? Yeah, on survival. All right, so you think you can find your way to the main to the main area. Uh into the um So once you, once you get to the central collection ring, it's mostly scientists inside of there. There are some security devices there as well as any on-hand personnel. Um, the Imperial Science Division is often present. Well, I'm just wondering if I not wear overalls and look 
Like I'm your security. If you think you could. And that is where we're going to flash and find ourselves walking down the hallway dressed in coveralls uh, with the exception of Ivy. Now, Ivy, what are you trying to do? Who are you trying to pass yourself off as? I'm just trying to pass off someone like she's been sent on a mission to like either she got a ride with them or she's trying to pass herself off to look because she is she has big hulking wings she doesn't look like someone she she knows that she looks not like a probably standard worker she looks like a science experiment especially with the black star plague so she's trying to lean into that that she's been sent one of the imperial soldiers that's walking around here and there are quite a few all walking around with their um, with their rifles, and uh, one of them is going to see you approach. And, hey, you! Hey, you! What are you? What are you? What are you doing here? I need to see some identification. He's gonna kind of wave the gun kind of at your feet. Identification now. What do you do? To Ivy. Yes, to Ivy. Okay, okay. I I didn't know because if, if Fairy was leading the way, if if. So for a second, Vary, this gun is being waved right in your face. Move it, halfling. You, with the wings. Identification now. I'm, I'm iteration five, sent from the Imperial Science Division. You can go talk to the doctor, but he's a very busy man, and I think he'd be very, very annoyed by you disturbing him. On a mission he has sent me, a very simple mission, but it is training. I, I uh. The other um, soldier next to him is gonna nudge him and say, Hey man, that's one of Dr. Faust, uh, Dr. Volcanus's freaks. I, uh, make me an intimidation roll. Okay. <laughs> or persuasion, your call. Uh, I would love to do persuasion. Okay. Persuasion imitation? Persuasive. Persuasion. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> it's too late to call inspiration. I should have done that. That's gonna be a. I got a two. No, I got two. I'll let you do it. It's a six. I'll let me do it. I will burn my inspiration. Okay, I will burn my inspiration on that because I got a two. And I. Okay, that is a lot better. That's going to be. A 22. <laughs> All right, move along. Hmm. You see the wings on that one? What a freak. Can I even make a perception rule to see if she hear, overhears you, you that? You heard whisper? it. Okay, she's going to, um, as they're... As they're well, uh, but they said after they walked by her, or like yeah, after you uh, walked by them. Yeah, um, she's going to turn around and say, "It's all about percep perspective." See, you working up here in the air constantly. I find you're the freak. Whatever, freak. Um. Well, that's a roll. 
um, as he says that. So, like, these guys are wearing, like, full helmets with, like, um, like the shredder masks, like the metallic masks over the lower parts of their face. Only their eyes are visible. Uh, there is going to be a clang noise as a, uh, a wrench bounces off his helmet. Oh, sorry, it fell out of my hand, I swear. <laughs> hey, you, get over here. Uh, shit. And Dirk's going to take off running. The two are going to give oh, chase. All right, let's, uh, let's, let's get where we're going. Well, we better keep going. Well, they rolled a two on their insight roll to see if that was a clever ploy. So, <laughs> clever boy. <laughs> mm, clever boy. You continue walking around the promenade, and as you do, you make your way toward the junction platform. Just a simple L shape that's going to lead you down uh, a corridor much like the one behind you right now into the central chamber. As you move through, someone steps out into the outer rank and takes a look in your general direction. Claudette, can you do me a favor? You, Leiden, and Talfrin are all going to come face to face with, uh, let's see, with, sorry, right here, uh, with Magus Lankea Quarto. Oh, shit. I should have used my disguise kit earlier. Uh. I mean, I haven't done it because the wig is, doing it to a wig is really frustrating, mm. but um, she would have taken out her hair clips and like braided. No. And like just ch- completely changed how it sits on her and maybe have, I don't know, would mechanics wear like dust masks a bit? I think she was thinking of this slightly to try and. Okay. Because she's sure. got a very recognizable face to some people in sure. certain levels. Uh, so. Uh... You could wear a dust mask, yeah. So Talfrin, uh, you know what? As a birthday present to you, Caitlin, for last (laughs) week, I'll say that you could have used your disguise kit, okay? Nice. All right, there we go. But now no more birthday things. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, Also, we were doing a lot of retconning, so that makes sense. Um, I'd like all of you to make me a uh, deception roll. Not 20, baby! Well, she's never met you before, so that was basically a nat 20 to begin with. Uh, I was going to say, Kat, I think Kelly just wants three of them. To roll. I, I got distracted, okay? Uh, dirty 20. I heard make a roll and I got excited. <laughs> Talfrin, what'd you get? Oh, 17, sorry. 17, and then I believe it's plus five for your disguise kit. So 22. Nice, 22. Okay, so... She takes a look at you, steps out of the way as you continue. Excuse me. Are you here to fix the espresso machine? Yes, absolutely. Of course. Aren't you a little tall for a mechanic? She says, looking over at you, Talfrin. Uh, mechanics come in all shapes and sizes. I can reach the higher things on the Pops. It reaches the things that I can't. Yes, Make me a persuasion roll with advantage, because that really was a good line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I need a need a, give me a persuasion roll, Talfrin, with advantage. Uh, let me see here. That was going to be... Talfrin is our ladder. An Leedon's just an not saying yeah. anything and trying to look like just out of the, like, nope. Hmm. You wouldn't judge other professions. I absolutely Trades. would. Make sure that you get the frother. I mean, that's the most important part. Yes, ma'am. It hasn't been correctly calibrated since last time that it broke <sighs> down. What happens when the Empire hires subpar mechanics? See that they didn't this time. They certainly didn't. And she'll gesture down the corridor. <laughs> There's nothing worse than a bad mechanic. Except for maybe a flat coffee. Do you all walk down the corridor? It's about like a about a 40-foot corridor that'll take you down into the main uh, the main circle. And your attitude. Yep. Are there any like Rooms that like have windows because I think I was just curious to see like if there's any like basically offices, labs, so, like what's up. On in the this outside, area. it's mostly like walking through like the Death Star. Uh, but if oh, yeah. you when you get down to the central circle, there are windows. Uh, so she says, okay. "There's nothing worse than a flat coffee." And you turn and walk down the corridor. Wouldn't you agree, Anne Marif? And I need a deck save from the entire row of you that just got in line of my chain lightning. Save of I need deck saves nine. from all five of you. Perfect. And Ooh, okay. I believe it's time for... Third to 20. Whoops. All right. Uh, so it then, as many as three other targets, which must be within 30 feet of the first target. Uh, so uh, I need to know... Yep, so I actually can hit four additional targets. One sec. Uh, which must be three other. Yeah, I can hit all of you with this. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> all right. So uh, your DC for this is uh, what'd you get? Now you all have determination. Don't forget. Yep. We just probably we're all popped it. in the chat. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, so Anne Marev, you are the first one. Uh, you were the only one who did not succeed. Uh, so that means just give me one sec while I roll this. So that is going to be uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. So, question: I have this shield that says "Protect me from magic." All right. So uh, you have. Since the... she addressed me specifically, would I have been able to whip that out? Yes, you would have. Uh, we'll say that it was in a cardboard box. Cool. <laughs> With a little handle cut out. Uh, that means that you have advantage on your save. Let me just double check. Was that the spell turning shield? I. You just said all it says on it is protect me from magic. It's an and it's magical because uh, I do tune it. So reflecting shield? No. Did I say what book that was from? No. It, it is was... from the. No, it's from the dungeon masters. God. Sorry, I gave you that like five episodes ago. Give me one. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to use it, so. Uh, so that is the shield of shield of missile attraction. No. Oh god. 
Sentinel shield. Nope. It is... Then it was a... Spellguard shield. While holding the shield, you have advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects, and spell attacks have disadvantage against you. So in that case, I can re-roll this. And you may try. re-roll that, yes. Oh no! That's even worse! All right, so that is going to be, um, she is going to raise her hand and a small bit of fur, amber, and, uh, pardon me, a glass rod is going to slink down her sleeve from this little mechanical thing, like one of those, like, like Derringer things. Mm-hmm. And she is going to fire a bolt of lightning down the way. Uh, everyone uh, down this row is going to take... Creature can only be a target of a one each of which is in 30 feet, so then, blah, 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 then pew, pew, pew. Uh, that is going to be, so that's going to hit all of you, uh, and that is going to be 53 points of lightning damage to Leiden, uh, and that is going to turn into 27 points of lightning damage for everyone else. And I would like an initiative roll, please. Okay. Natural twenty on that, that initiative. Yeah, it's a it's a level six spell. Damn. Okay. That is going to be boop. okay. And roll for the backup. Perfect. Okay. Okay. So uh, the twenty-four is Ivy's initiative, right? Yes. Okay. It is. Okay, so Ivy Talfrin then uh, Claudette Quarto uh, Very then it is back up. Oh my god, your hammer's gonna come in handy! <laughs> Okay, oh, and... Well, Dirk's not here, so thankfully I don't have to roll for him. (laughs) All right, and with that, it is going to be the top of initiative. Uh, The lightning is going to course down this hallway, which is about 10 feet wide. Think of, like, the on-ramp to get onto an airplane. Like, that's the type of tube you're heading down, much like this one. Uh, It's 10 feet across, more like 12, but we're playing game mechanics here. Uh, Wandering down that, it's going to be Ivy. You are the first turn. What do you do? I want, I want to do the cool thing, but I want to also cause the most damage as I can, and she's not that far away from me. <laughs> That's true. I was, uh, you know, I want to always just throw and teleport, but that a dagger does not do as much damage as as my other stuff. So, I was gonna take out her two swords, um, and um, she's gonna for the bonus action, she's going to activate her crimson right to do. Let's do cold damage on her. Let's see if she how she feels to the cold. Sounds good. Um, and so bonus action that she's gonna fly over to her and take two attacks okay. with her weapons. Sounds fantastic. Go ahead and make me an attack roll. Okay, dog. Yeah. All right, come on. Wow, I rolled double eighteens plus eight, right. so it's gonna be twenty six to hit. Okay. Uh. 26 to hit? Yeah. Balls. Uh, okay. Um, she is going to throw up shield, and you're going to be able to cut right around it. 
cool. All right, so that's... Uh, because she would have thrown up shield the second that you got in range, basically. Yep. All right, D8s, D6s. Do you need me to split up damage for you, sir? Uh, I do not. Okay, awesome. Oh, I rolled pretty good on damage. Um, so that's going to be... Okay, that was my reaction. Well, I can use my legendary. That's fine. My my sub boss legendary. Um, but sixteen plus eight. My brain twenty four. Thank you. <laughs> Don't know why that. All that. right, so uh, you're gonna lunge forward, plunging the twenty feet between you past your friends. Uh, your blade crackles with ice as you slash your your blood onto it. Yeah. So I think it's gonna basically like. She's gonna. Oh, I have to roll for my crimson, right? Oh, one point. Nice. I love that when that happens. Um, so I think for the cold, I think it's your, the blood kind of hits the blade. Her sword is just gonna like the blood is gonna hit it and kind of like start crackling and like freezing as like red blood uncover her her blade and icy red blood. Nice. Aw, I like that the chat is asking me whether or not the Imperial Magus is on patrol here get lair actions. It's almost like they do. Thank you. <laughs> you oh called no. it. All right. So you're going to be able to slash into her. She's going to dodge backwards. Her robe's tattered in the front from where you buried your blade in. Um, the blood that spills off the cuts in her chest already beginning to crystallize over with the frost. Uh, and I need you to make me a deck save. Okay. Ooh, that's not great. That's gonna be an 18. I'm gonna spend determination to make that 22. Okay, so you are going to take half damage from this uh, as she uses her legendary action to use Rebuking Blow. Uh, basically, a uh, a pulse of force is going to strike out at you uh, and you're gonna take six points of force damage. Oh, okay. As you're slammed into a wall. Um, that's honestly... That, that's not terrible. Um, okay, so that is going to be the end of that. Uh, one moment, please. I just have to grab something. And it is... I have so many books out tonight. Sorry, guys. Uh, what is... Okay, so... And she'll say, meet my blades, rip and tear. And no amethyst dragon, I do not have hellish rebuke because I am an abyssal tiefling, so I have chaos spells that I roll every after every long rest, so I do not have hellish rebuke. I have some other cool spells though. Okay, so um, she is going to use her lair action for a free action uh, and is going to try to hit you with Firebolt. Okay. <laughs> you know, that's going to be a... I'm going to... I don't have any Hurt the Morse. Damn it. Okay, <laughs> a Firebolt is going to rip directly past your face as she slams you into the wall. Uh, Talfrin, it is your turn. I'm also like the fire. <laughs> Easily extinguished. Oh, 
Uh, I imagine he's carrying his greatsword either like on like a backpack thing. It's in that's a ladder. kind of full of supplies. <laughs> it's in a ladder. Beautiful. Okay, perfect. Just use the ladder. Just. Uh, yes. Oh my god. <laughs> it's a plus five folding chair. Oh, thank Holy you, Nakra. smokes. As long as it's a plus five. All right. Um, I'm going to. I'm actually going to rage on this bitch. Nice. And um, I can roll. You can roll. You can. Uh, oh God! You can roll. Uh, all right, give me D100. In an enclosed space. Uh, 71. Oh, God. Okay. Just going to check the other one. Hit. That one's boring. We're going to go with this one. The okay. one I did not choose is you have no actions for 2d4 turns. Oh. That is a bad That's thing to unfun. put on a chart. That's unfun. This is more fun. Um, as you enter your rage, suddenly there is an explosion of water around you. Can you be fair to roll me 2d6? <laughs> okay. Uh, Please roll low. 2d6. <laughs> 11. 11 feet of water fill the area. The entire room bursts and begins to flood in a 500 foot radius. How big is this place? Um, how high is the ceiling? The the ceiling here is twelve feet. Oh boy! <laughs> this is a twelve. I said it was twelve feet wide, so it's twelve feet tall then as well, because it's a it's a perfect cylinder. Uh, so you are going to be suddenly flooded up to the ceiling, um, and everyone here is now basically underwater, which is going to cause some problems. I, I have a. Yeah. Uh, Scale mail? I'm heavy. You are heavy. So, uh, fighting underwater is difficult. Uh, so, when making a melee weapon attack against a creature that does not have a swimming speed, um, you have disadvantage on the attack roll unless the dagger, unless you are using a point, a pokey. Uh, ranged weapon attacks um, have disadvantage. Pokey? A pokey, like a, like a pokey. sword, so like a, or so it has a to be something. It has to be a piercing weapon. Piercing. Oh, cool, sweet. Oh. So a dagger, a um, okay. Uh, a, let's see. It says a dagger, a javelin, a short sword, a spear, <laughs> or a trident. Yes, I'm good. Short swords. You you don't use short swords. You use two long swords because they're d8s. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, true. We specifically. I think rapiers them. are piercing as well, aren't they? Or are they slashing? I think they're slashing. They're slashing. The, so they specifically say that. I would say that a piercing. rapier. Oh, mine says piercing. Rapiers are piercing. Yeah. Yes, uh, except Ivy is using slashing ones. We specifically designed they... them that way. Yeah, no, I was asking about rapiers, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wasn't okay. asking about Ivy yeah, swords. I'm sorry. asking about my own fucking sword. Yeah, a, a ra- I'll, I count a rapier on that because you're basically just poking. Well, it, no, it actually does. I wrote it down as piercing, so. Yeah, that but must be what it is I'm on saying the, table. the rule does not say piercing, it says those specific weapons. Oh, okay. And I am just saying that anything that does piercing probably works. Okay. Because um, you can put your force behind it. Uh, so, Halfren, what are you doing? Okay, sorry. Um, so you said I get disadvantage on slashing weapons? You get disadvantage on slashing weapons. I don't care. I'm going to go for it anyway. Okay. I'm going to try uh, to So slash. movement through water is going to count as rough terrain. So, But I believe you have a speed of 40 right now? Yeah, 40. Okay, so 20 feet to move up to her, and you can do that. And Kat had a question, but I I think it'll be on, on her turn. That's fair. Okay. Uh, I will roll then. Bing, bing. 
I'm going to use Lucky. Oh, wait. Is Lucky... You would Lucky make me roll again? Or yeah. would Lucky... Roll again? Uh, Lucky would you, Lucky use the reroll. Okay. It doesn't give you advantage, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Let, let me double check that, though. Oh, okay. Uh, so Lucky in 5th edition, you have 3 luck points whenever you make attack roll. You, you can... You can spend one luck point to roll an additional d20. So yeah, basically. So if you spent your inspiration, you'd be rolling flat. No, you'd be rolling an you'd oh. be rolling two dice. So basically, what you're gonna do is you're gonna roll with disadvantage, and then okay. you're gonna roll an additional dice. Oh, okay, okay. So that's weird. So basically, you're rolling f with advantage, but not advantage. Lucky's weird. Uh... So roll me your disadvantage first. Okay. Yeah. Give me the lowest, and then roll one additional die on the side, and that one is by itself. Okay. It's lucky is weird. So, so my lowest was four, but then my lucky was eleven. So if your if your lucky was eleven, that's what we go with. Okay, my lucky was eleven. Okay, okay. so what is your total attack? Uh, total attack is eighteen. Are you spending anything else? Oh, I will spend my determination. The, then then you will hit. Yes. Okay. Nice. Uh, sorry, I'm navigating to the wrong page. Here we go. Um, that would be 24 slashing damage. Holy crap. Uh, yes. I don't like that. Yes. Okay, uh, so you are going to surge forward and slash into her with this, drawing the blade across her midsection. She is going to shriek and is going to use her react. Oh, she doesn't have a reaction. She does have a legendary she can spend. Uh, she's going to use a legendary to try to firebolt you with disadvantage, I guess, because you're underwater. She's going to try. It's magic. It will. Okay. okay. Might uh, be boiling. It'll be, yeah, it'll be basically like a, a bolt of boiling water. And I think Ooh, that is paper. going to hit you. What is it? Uh, that is a 20, unnatural. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so her firebolt. Okay. Oh, come the fuck on. Uh, 16 points of damage. I rolled real low. Um, so you're going to take a, uh, a jolt of steam directly in your face. And it's going to kind of sear um, some of the uh, some of the flesh on the side of your face, but that is going to be. Hey, do you have anything else you want to do? Ah, I don't think I. Ah, do I have one bonus action? Ah, I don't think you, I have a bonus action. Did you attack twice? Oh, I didn't attack twice. That's right. Yeah, so you can attack That's what again. What I want to do? Awesome. I would love to. Sorry, it's been it's been a. I don't know. It feels like it's been a little bit. Okay. It, it was actually just last oh. Friday. Uh, you know what? Take two. My lowest was 11. So we'll go. I got my determination back. So we'll go 18 <sighs> and determination is 22 oh, again. God damn it. Yes. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So roll me damage again. Ah, uh, better this time. Okay. And you're not doing the minus five plus 10 because you didn't call it. Oh. That was what I was doing my mental math with. Was that what you were doing? Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. Then I, I won't if I didn't call it, but then I wouldn't have just spent my determination. I'll allow it. I'm gonna okay. push over tonight. You need I'm this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, 29 slash 
Holy shit. That's a good sword. It's a real damn good sword. Holy shit. With rage. Uh, yeah, so that's going to connect, and you are going to um, very grievously injure her with that. Uh, damn, son. Um, there is blood in the water. I, I'm going to say that she is, uh, she's not dead, but she is pretty decimated right now uh, as you are rushing up against her and kind of like just slashing through the water. Uh, anything else you're doing with your round? Um, no, that's everything. Okay, Claudette, it is your turn. I want to be right here. Okay, so she's looking really, really hurt at this point. She's looking really, really hurt. As much as you can see through the water anyway, because like, reminder, you're in a big tube of water and there's just blood everywhere now. Okay. Um, How close was she? Uh, To you, you were probably- We basically just walked past her and she turned and hit us, so. Where were you in in the walk order? I don't know that we'd really determined that, but probably so, middle endish. Middle. Uh, so you are twenty feet away. Okay. And it's double movement to move through water. Yeah. Okay, I can do it. Um, I pop blade song. Okay. Um, oh, my speed is now forty feet. There's a puddle. Um, so I am gonna yeah. go up, and. Attack! I was originally going to use Witch Bolt, but I'm not going to do that in water. Because <laughs> that feels like a bad idea. Um... So I think I'm going... So I have a t- two attack. Yes. And I can switch a cantrip in for one of those attacks. Yes, you can. So while I'm distanced, I'm going to use the cantrip. Okay. Okay. And then my rapier. Okay, you have disadvantage on your cantrip roll. Oh. Ranged attacks through water. Oh. Shit, okay. Well, never mind, then I'll just hit it with my rapier twice. That's honestly probably a good idea. I figured it wasn't really a projectile, it was just... Which, what is it? Well, I mean, something like chill touch, right? Like It's it's a ranged spell attack still. It still counts as that, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You still have to aim it, and it, like, the water distorts. Okay. Well... I will go up and physically attack her then. And I am thumbing on my magic cartridge from my dad. All right, sounds good. Oh, actually, I misread one rule, Talfrin. Uh, So actually only take eight fire damage. You're resistant to fire while underwater. Oh, oh, okay. So you're resistant. You're not immune to fire, So, but you were right. So you do take less damage. Um, So it's only eight, not 16. All right, and Claudette, you activate your father's cartridge? Yeah. Balls. Uh, okay. Um, and that's, that adds to attack as well, right? Yep, plus something else. Okay. Uh, so that's plus three to attack, because it's a plus three plus three, right? Hold on, I gotta do something real quick, because I can. Uh, so you're gonna pop that. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're gonna hear something. <laughs> Turn my sword into a lightsaber. Yeah, that's what that is. Okay. So, um, uh. Okay, but it is amazing. plus three added to the attack roll, correct? Yeah, and damage, and another okay. factor. Well, I'm trying to find out so that I can give you my total roll. Is it a. Okay. Um. 
So that is 26 to hit. Mm-hmm. And 30 to hit. How do you want to do this? Um... Well, I'm thinking I'm I'm poking her pretty good, so I think it's gonna be like torso shots because that's the most reliable to stab into. Okay. So I guess maybe stab and drag up. Uh, well, you are going to rend open her her robe uh, as well as the um, uh, she was wearing like mage friendly like tactical armor that the empire designs that's gone um you were going to see this stuff it will deflect arrows your sword passes through it like it was made of butter um so that's destroyed you can't have that um Nuts. but um yeah no, i don't she, think i can wear armor regardless you could wear this this would actually give you a base ac of 12 if you wore it okay well i wasn't sure if blade song Oh, maybe not. This is light, so I don't know. Um, oh, no, so, you do gain proficiency with light armor on with this. Gosh, I'm already wearing armor. All right. I forgot. Uh, so, yeah, you're going to you're gonna cut her right in half. Huh. Damn. Uh, and then Claudette's going to swim to the surface so that she can breathe. Okay, you'll do that. Um, and that's going to be the end of her round. Uh, forever. Okay, so that was... Nice. Quick. That was a nice come around to that, because I really wanted to kill her the first time we met her. Okay, very. It is your turn. Um, in the distance, you think you could hear the sound of bootfalls coming up from the central core. One moment while, while you are taking in the scene right now, let me just make a couple of uh, deck saves. I mean, strength saves. I was going to say, is it, is it still bootfalls? Other way. Oh, trust me. I think it's swimming. Oh shit. Um, in the distance, all of you are going to hear the sound of a Wilhelm. Sc- you know, I can actually get a Wilhelm scream up here. It's kind of important. That's true. One second, please. Okay, and then we go to custom. We go to custom. Where's custom? Actually, yeah, I already have studded leather on, so I've got the pl- the 12 plus dex mod. Alrighty, so. Okay, so. Then we're gonna go scream. Got it. Cool. This is literally all I need. Um, from the other side, the water is going to rush through, and you'll hear... as a pair of people uh, get pushed down to the center corridor as this water floods into the central core chamber and um, pushes them directly into the crucible beam and over the edge, because it's an open area. Uh, So they're gonna get bug zappered and then fall a thousand feet, dissolving into bones as the water splays off to the side. 
So are we caught in that current? <laughs> uh, you are not caught in the current yet. Uh, that will be at the end of, of the round. Very, it's the rest of your turn. You just heard that screaming. Uh, what do you do? Um, I, <laughs> is there, is there anything? What am I doing? I don't know. You're floating in the water. You're like, bloop. <laughs> um, if there's, there's gotta be a, like a pressure valve or something in the next room, you could try to shut the crucible down with. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, tr yeah. Is there something I can do to alleviate this problem? Uh, you may try. I need you to make me an athletics check. If you're going to try to push yourself beyond your normal swimming speed. I am going to try that. Ch Although chat says I should have proficiency in swimming nope. because I'm octopus now. Are you grappling the water? No. <laughs> Fight me, chat. Just opens mouth and just tentacles are just doing the breaststroke. Um, that's athletics, you said? Yep. Uh, that's going to be a 19. 19. All right, so moving your swim speed, you're going to be able to make your way down the rest of the corridor into this vast chamber that's beginning to... Wait, which hemisphere are we in? Southern, yeah. Southern? We're in the Southern Hemisphere. It's was it, Is it counterclockwise or clockwise? I forget the episode of The Simpsons. I showed it to Robin a few weeks ago. She never watched The Simpsons. I think it goes counterclockwise in Southern Hemisphere. Goes the goes the Emresian way. Uh, starts to funnel down into this, like the entire, like it is blindingly bright as the water refracts all of the light. Um, you're going to see a couple of troopers like with um, with their rifles pointed trying to swim through it and join the fray. Um, and the scientists in this room that are trying their best not to die, let's roll with for them real quick. Well, three of them succeeded. That's good. Two more ah, ah, are going to hit the hit the beam and just evaporate. And um, as that's spinning down, you're going to see that in front of you, it looks like uh, there is um, there are some levers in the distance. Um, it looks like this is one of those two lever situations. Same time. I don't know you type of moment. Um, you know what I'm talking about, though. Uh, one of the scientists that was working there, a guy in a lab coat, um, human male in his late 50s, has already swam up to one of them. The other one is not being manned at the moment. Uh, the person that was trying to reach for it gets pulled down with the overtow, uh, the undertow, because this is a little bit closer to where that is siphoning down, and goes, ah, and falls and zorts out of existence as he hits the beam. You can start heading toward that one. Um, if I use my full action to move, can I make it there? Uh, you may not. You may not. This is about 60 feet away, so um, you are, we'll say we were about halfway there. Okay. Yeah, because even with a full action at half speed, I'd only be, uh, what, 50? Well, I let you do an athletics roll to, to push yourself to a full 30, so. Oh, okay. Cool. Or is your, is your base speed 25? 25. Is short? Yeah, it's 25. All right. So you can probably get there next turn. I might allow that. Okay, sounds good. Uh, well, actually, you know what? If you if you did a dash, I'd let you reach toward it. You wouldn't be able to do an interact until the beginning of your next turn. Okay, let's do that. Okay, so putting all that you can into it, you're going to swim up toward it. Uh, it is the backup's turn. As you pass them, uh, one of the guys that is doing backup, let's see, you're dressed in coveralls and are headed toward a switch. So I'm going to do... 
The three guys that are still entering the fray ignore you. You're a halfling. What do they care? I actually rolled on their ignore very. My highest was an 11. <laughs> the rest were threes. Uh, all right, with that, one of them is going to level a gun, see what happened to Quarto, and is going to fire uh, toward Claudette, I think. Uh, Claudette, a couple of... Okay, uh, one moment. Well, shit, okay. Okay. Uh, Claudette, is your armor class... 19? No. It's 20. Hmm. Played song, baby. <laughs> okay, uh, so three bullets are going to, th uh, three uh, barrages of bullets are going to rip down uh, the hallway at you. Uh, that is not gonna hit you. That is not gonna hit you. That is not gonna hit you. Uh, and are you shitting me? I forgot that they all should get two attacks. So I rolled their second attack as well. And I should preserve the continuity of rolls, right? So if I rolled first for guy A, the first time I re-rolled should be for guy A, right? Probably. Okay, I literally did this. So I'm, oh, actually I gotta do this for, for the guy. I mean, what would be funnier? Here's what's, here's what happens. They all are swimming toward you. They take a moment to aim and start firing at you. Uh, as they do, the first one is going to, his gun is going to fill with water from the force of this and is going to detonate in his hand as the chamber breaches, because uh, I botched. Uh, and he immediately failed with a two, his athletics roll, or pardon me, his strength save to not be sucked out the door, out, out the hole. Uh, so he goes, ah! Ah! the next guy did the same thing. I got two botches <laughs> and a five on his strength save. So two oh, no. more people get sucked out the hole. Ah! Uh, so backup is done. Uh, Leiden, it's your turn. What left? Uh, at the end of this round, a strength save from everybody. The water, <laughs> the water is going to start pulling out toward um, toward that hole. What do you I do? I would like to. Oh, is there something I can slam my mace into to secure myself in place? Yeah, I'll or say like, so. Or something that I can use to like, because that's the a hole that just got opened from the pressure valve, or was that something um, from something else exploding? The the hole that we're talking about. That's the one for the open area that goes into the center of the laser. That one we're talking about. So yes, you're being sucked in the center yeah. chamber that has the, the swirly do. Okay, so it's not like a hold to plug. It's like, this is a, a intended design feature. Okay, so in that case, yeah, I'm gonna try and slam my mace into something to try and secure myself. Okay. Um. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Um, Trizelt's assassinating me, so I'm deleting his messages. <laughs> I was wondering what you were doing. I was like, what you is me, and I was so like, wrong? Nope. You just delete us. You just delete us. At least he's laughing about it. Good, yeah. you better be. So what would this be? Is this an athletics? Strength athletics? I wouldn't do it if I didn't like you. Unless I really didn't like you. Then I just ban you, but it's you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so this is a strength athletics to, to secure myself, or am I attack yeah. rolling the floor? <laughs> Grapple the floor. You know what? You do you. You do you. You okay. do. 
Oh, hello, Big Red. Rain City, oh, Rain City Realms. Good to see you, folks. <clears throat> Where the I I'm gonna describe what is happening. Okay. They are in a giant space needle like Magitek Arena. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. And uh, and uh, Talfren's uh, Talfren down there beneath me is a wild barbarian who accidentally summoned a tidal wave of water inside an enclosed structure that has a sky beam funneled into it. So they basically turned the entire thing into a giant toilet, and people and are being I... flushed out. And my giant oh. encounter just got flushed. All part of the plan. All and part I of the plan. And I attacked the floor for 27 <laughs> to okay, successfully so, smash into the ground, I guess. Uh, you elkabong your mace into the side and go... You want Boom. damage? I have no idea how much... No, I'm going to say that your damage was lodging it. Okay. So you... Good. Uh, it is the end of the round unless you have something else you want to do? I don't think so. I have nothing for this particular sequence of events. Can you heal yourself there, girl? Oh, you took a I shit can. ton of damage. <laughs> That's true. But I did that as my full action, not my bonus action, so. You could healing word yourself. Um, I do not have that active, I don't think. Oh. I do not. I do not have that currently selected. I'll let you I make can... me it. I'll, I'll make an offer. Do you want it? Healing word's not that good, though. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's I fine. can just, you know what? I'm gonna use my healing hands. I'm gonna slap myself on the shoulder and be like, please don't let me die here. Mumble, 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 in the bubble underwater, oh, mostly mental. Speech um, bubbles come and out. And I will it. recover nine hit points. Nice. All right, so, um, yeah, that happened. Um, okay, so that's the end of that round. I need everyone here to make me a strength save. Amy, you will have advantage for Leiden. Oh boy, here we go, here we go. Oh boy. Um, 17. 17, okay, that's enough to not get flushed. Um, I, okay, that's 16? I'm spending my determination to get 17. Okay. 23. You're fine, and uh, you had advantage on that, Talfren, because you're, you're very angry. Ah, I'm so angry, I did not get better. You did not get better. You're all. You're the best. It's okay. Thank you. Okay. Uh, and what did Claudette get? Sixteen. Okay. You just met it. Whew. Because I don't add anything to that. All right. So everybody succeeded from the looks of it. So none of y'all got flushed this round. Um, I'm trying to find the interior of the Space Needle to throw up as a background, and I can't find a free copy of it. Oh, Darn. God, that may be hard. <laughs> there'd be no resurrecting from that death. <laughs> well, there'd be no body. You'd get there'd obliterated. Be no pieces. Yeah. <laughs> just zorp. Zort. All right. Uh, okay, so, by the way, uh, that is going to be top of the initiative. Ivy, you are up again. Um, so I'm going to say that if you are moving down the hallway toward the funnel, uh, your speed is going to be... You know what? I allowed it for very. So uh, if you make an athletics roll, you'll be able to stay in control and your speed will be doubled because you're going with the flow. And the le- lever is 60 feet away? Lever 60 feet away. Very is grabbing onto it right now. You know what? Ivy's going to... I'm just going to... Yeah, I'm going to get towards the lever and prepare to like potentially like grab help. my sword, like, either help or, like, put my sword into the ground and then grab onto the back of Ari, just in okay. case things don't go well. So I would like to do that athletics check and then see if I can do that Sounds with my good. Make action. me an athletics check, and uh, here comes the botch. 
Heat the very into the oh, beam. Oh, I am so happy that was almost a three. Um, but that's going to be a nineteen. Nineteen. All right. So uh, you're going to rush over, swimming over to Very. The two of you are going to be there. I'm going to do an interrupt action as you are whole as you reach there. Uh, you and Very. Um, would you like to pull up on the lever, Very? Uh, yeah, I'm going to pull the lever. I would like both of you to make me a strength check. Coming right up. Because this lever is stuck. Uh, that's going to be a natural twenty. I, mean, I was going to say I got an eighteen, but nice. But you're pulling together. Yeah. So you got, so you're basically like, I'm, the way I'm picturing this is Ivy swims up and Vary's like kind of in the middle. Vary's like this tiny little halfling and Ivy kind of like wraps her arms around kind of like they're making like pottery. Ooh, <laughs> I'm going to ghost. Yeah, Very you're going to ghost and you're going to the lever slams up and you're here. But more like and the beam is going to start like flickering a bit. Uh, does that shut off the actual beam or just close the door? And That's Ivy would still that. like to try and attack the floor if I can with my, like, reaction or boat leg attack. So you're going to see the giant center beam is going to go and is going to stop pulsing. And you're going to watch it back the thousand feet down into the ground. Um, and you're going to try to grab onto the ground. I'm gonna try and like stab my sword into the ground okay. like Leiden did to try and like stabilize us okay, both. Make me an attack roll, please. Okay. Uh jeez, I'm gonna keep this dice two nat twenties in a row. Hello, Windorm dice. Um so that's gonna be a twenty-eight to attack the floor. Nice, okay. Uh you've got that. Talfrin, it's your turn. Um am I am I acting against being flushed? Uh, you, so you already did a strength save and you're fine. Um, uh -huh. so there's one guy that still has like a rifle and is like aiming it down the corridor at you and Claudette. Oh, Ivy no, swam past guy. him. Um, you can reach him immediately if you want. Absolutely. I'm going to stab at him. Great, great sword master. Uh, yep. There we go. Why didn't I use the Kraken priest? This would have been perfect timing for the Kraken priest. Oh, sorry, that was Very, is yes. the Very, Very, why didn't you so. use your tentacles to grab onto the lever and pull it? Oh, yeah. <sighs> because the party doesn't know that she has them yet, and that needs to be a great surprise. It's a new feature. You haven't that, remembered it's there one. yet. Yeah. I need to have a scene where you meet a lovely lady and take her back home. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so I rolled an 18 and a 15, so that's 25 and 22. Because I'm raging. Oh wait, yeah. that's not because yeah, I'm those, raging. Those, those are hits. It's because of it's because of the sword. Like what's the, happening? Yes. Those are hits. Those are hits. Perfect. Uh, remind me what your sword does. I don't remember. I was trying to look it up, but I couldn't. Do you remember I, what I it's called? Dent, dent, dentil. Oh, sword? that thing. Great sword. Yep, 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 yep. That's got. Its I think own it's page. just a th three, three. Oh, never mind. It's got something else. But keep going, keep going. So just roll me kidding. damage. Okay, um... Uh, 49 altogether. Oh, that's right, it just gives you a higher strength bonus. That's right. Yeah, right, that, that was it, that's end. why. That's, yes, that's right. Okay. That's why I'm so unintelligent and why I have such strength. I was like, somewhere, somehow, this made sense. How, how, much, um, how much damage is that? 
49 slashing damage. Mm. I, uh, I actually didn't roll very well. How do you want to do this? Um, Dude had basically 49 hit points. Nice. Um, Essentially want to like, just like do a running charge at him and just slash across the midsection. Nice. Eh. Okay, so. I guess twice. Like, yeah, two parts of him are gonna go over the edge and fall down the thousand feet to the ground. Can I kick it? Can I kick it? Yeah, you can totally kick it. Yes. You can kick it. <laughs> um, kick him. Okay, so one sec. I'm gonna do some math real quick. So here's what I'm thinking, folks. You created 500, 500, a radius of 500 feet. Yeah, 2d6 water, and you rolled 11. So 11 feet of water, or did you roll 10? It was 11. 11. So 11 feet of water times 500. So that's going to be 5,500, 55,000. Also, that was a radius, not um, diameter. So that's 1,000 feet. Okay, so. It raining? So would that have just created a bunch of water in the sky and dro- that drops? No, it's a it's in a circle. It just basically rushed out of nowhere. It's ridiculous <laughs> bullshit magic. So I'm calculating this. So if the <laughs> hole is twenty feet, then I see. Well, the beam's like the beam is a is a thirty foot radius. So it's a sixty foot diameter beam that goes up into the sky. So that means that sixty feet. Okay, so it's going to go down by three feet every round because everything has a falling speed of 500 feet, which means that 500 feet of water theoretically could go through the hole, I'll say, since it's a fluid. I'm basically going to divide the the number of feet by the size of the hole. That sounds good to me. Uh, So. Oh, sorry. I was just curious. What is the diameter or radius of the station we're in? Vaguely, if you know. At least a thousand feet. Okay, I wasn't sure if it like expanded and then also it like appeared outside and just was like that, 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 that that's, what, that's what I was asking. Oh, yeah. is that what you meant by that? Uh, yeah. so it like, is... did it just like expand the entire thing? So it's like the entire station fills up and then it goes even further into the air and suddenly it's like this sheet of water, just torrential fall. Yeah. Okay, so no, I don't want the height. I want the I want the square footage. <laughs> Hold on. So I did math and we created um, 11 million cubic feet of water, um, which is 82,282,000 gallons <laughs> of water. And a chunk of that has just dropped straight into the crucible as, as I'm understanding it. Yeah, it's gonna it's yeah. gonna spread a bit as it falls, and I yeah. will say that the beam probably obliterated a decent amount of the water just from That's force. True. It's gonna yeah. mist. Mm. So eleven million. Uh, I'm just checking that if this thing, if the center ring of this is the size of the space needle, the space needle has a square <laughs> footage of. Give me the square. Okay, so the platform is 44,000 square feet. Now that's not cubed feet, so we should probably, what, 44,000, so we'll say 440,000 if we multiply that by 10, for it being 10 feet high. That's the way it would work, right? 
So yeah. thousand square feet, and that's you said that was that gallons that you were talking about. Eighty-two million two hundred thousand gallons. Okay. You basically made eighty-two million gallons. You also said the the cubic foot of how much water we. Eleven million cubic cubic oh, feet. Eleven million cubic feet. Yeah. Okay, so you did it in the feet. So that so. is cubed. Yeah, it is cubic feet. So eleven Man. million cubic feet. So there's also the like amount that got dropped right on top of the station too because it's flat, it's not tall. So if it, unless it's well, just like there also were the bays, so that means that yeah. all the bays that were open to cargo got flooded out too. So yeah, this thing is just it's just spouting and spitting, <laughs> and I'm gonna make a Constitution save for the station. That's, mm. that's fair. Oh. Maybe we maybe we get to drop the station. Um, we're gonna kill. How exactly is the thing yep. suspended? Because uh, water's heavy. Yeah. To be fair, a lot of it's going away really quick. Uh, but let me... Uh, How? You know what? This thing's holding up pretty well. Let me just roll for each of its supports now. Oh, no. God damn it. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to roll one more. Talfrin. You. <laughs> and this well, fucking chart. At least, if we can get to somewhere that we can run and jump out of... Like, Featherfall. <laughs> okay, so uh, that is going to be... I'm going to re-roll those because they're reinforced. Cool. Uh, and then I'm going to roll 2d6 and see what happens. The water weighs 68 million pounds. <laughs> Okay, uh, as you pull the lever and the water begins to pivot, I need everyone here to make me a deck save with disadvantage. Okay. I'm going to okay. spend my inspiration to make it not disadvantage. Probably a good idea. If we, if we had our sword in the water, does, it, does it not matter? It does not matter. Well, you know what? If you had your sword in the water, I'll say that if you braced yourselves, so you and Leiden took your actions to brace, yeah. I'll say that both of you will ha roll flat. And you okay, got an so 20 I'm gonna spend yeah. my inspiration for determinant to um, get me uh, advantage then. Okay, Let's do it. it. And then um, I'm going to use my flash of genius to make this a 17. Okay. And this is a save. This isn't something like an acrobatics check. This right? is, oh, thank goodness. This is not. Okay. Um, then I will also spend my inspiration to make this flat. Nat 20, baby. Thank you. Nice. Oh my god. It's a 21 total. Okay, uh, 21 total. All right, did anybody here get below a 17? Yes. How, what'd you get? Um, well, I'm at a, you know what? I'm not even gonna bother adding my determination because that won't help. Seven. Seven, okay. Yeah. The entire dish- Apparently I'm not good at deck saves even though I'm a freaking blade the, singer. As the weight of this crashes down from the water, the six supporting, like the, um, the uh, containment struts. Uh, numbers one and three are going to snap, uh, which is going to cause an immediate save on number two, which is going to succeed, but that's going to cause the entire dish to go uh, which is going to hurl uh, Claudette uh, forward, and I need you to do me a favor and make me a strength save with disadvantage. <laughs> I'm fucked. I already I rolled for Dirk and Barry's mom. Barry's mom botched. Oh no! Sorry. But wasn't she in the ship, though? 
that just got flooded with a million liters of water or a million oh gallons of water? Five. Uh, Claudette, uh, you're going out. You're going over the edge. All right. There's no beam anymore. All right. Uh, so Claudette, you are going to go over the edge. It is your turn. What do you do? Um, so Leiden, you're going to brace yourself. Claudette's going to fling by you as you're bracing yourself, trying not to fly, uh, fly outward. And she is going to go and fall down the hole in a torrent of water. I'm going to let go. Okay. Well, it's I'm not your like, turn. Or, I know, but just, yeah. But okay. fair. Can I react fast enough uh, if it's a reaction casting time? to choose enough people to not waste Featherfall. Is Featherfall only inside of a radius? It is uh, within range, so it's within 60 feet of me. Oh, do they have to stay within that region of me or is it just the casting that, time? That's what I was asking, right? So I'm just gonna pull that up real quick and double check it because I always thought Featherfall was, okay, so choose up to five creatures within Falling range. Falling creatures within range, okay, yeah. So, it's hard to say because they they don't say that it's at while you're falling you must remain in range of them. So they then you because uh, it doesn't say that it's like because you'd think that it should be a radius around you then that slows the fall. So this or, is a reaction. So you can use this as a reaction to failing your save. Um, so uh, what it says is that you choose up to five falling creatures within range. You do mm -hmm. not. It does not say anything about that, them needing to stay inside of range. Okay, excellent, because that's what I wanted to do was essentially try and hit everybody. So if they start falling in the next few moments. Um, by the way, is Crux here? Oh yeah, he is here. Yeah, I'm gonna need some, I'm gonna need uh, four strength saves. <laughs> yeah. With disadvantage, please. For, for all with this man? Yeah. <laughs> well, the first one he failed. Okay. He's gone. He's over the edge. But at least he can fly. Uh, except he's being he's being ridden down by that much water. Oh yeah, that's right. So I need I need two more strength saves. Okay. That one is a ten. Okay. And again, these are both with disadvantage as well. Yep. Correct. All right. Yeah, the last one. Oh, and the last one's a nineteen. With disadvantage. Yeah. Okay, so he'll be able to pull up. Unfortunately, uh, that is going to be. So he only takes half. Uh, you can give him a give him a deck save. Oh yeah, if it's anything requiring a save, uh, any any and he succeeds, which he got a sixteen base. Um, okay. So he yeah uh, he got. Wait, a... wait, wait. So let me double check something real quick before before you actually complete that save. Okay. Uh, is it an actual save or is it? Oh, never mind. There's not. Wait, hold on. There's a flying. Wait, what's it? Flying creatures and falling. When a flying creature falls, if you like the flying creature to have a better chance of surviving a fall than a non-flying creature does, use this. Subtract the creature's current flying speed from the distance fell before calculating damage. Oh, that's how we do this. What's it? So its flying speed is thirty. Uh, yes. Okay, so here we go. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Okay. 
Oh, actually, never mind. Uh, so if he succeeded that strength save at the end, uh, sorry, they didn't add this rule until Xanathar's, so I haven't quite read it yet. Okay. All right, so he'll actually be able to pull up at the very last second. It doesn't actually look like he takes damage. Yay! If he decides to go unprone. If not, then he gets splatted. If he just goes unprone? Yeah, because he gets knocked prone in the air. Oh, okay. Uh, if you if you fall, you are technically considered prone. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, so that is going to be that. Claudette, you're going to go over the side. You're going to cast Featherfall as your reaction. Yeah. What do you do with your action? So you have breached the hole. You are doing free fall right now. However, with Featherfall, you are descending at 60 feet for a round. Yes. Okay, so it is a thousand feet. You will make it down through this hole into the under cavern uh, in, I mean, what is that? 13 rounds? Four, 14 rounds, technically. Okay, so Featherfall won't last that whole time. It's only a one minute. So, well, you got some time to figure out what you're going to do next, at least. I guess cast it again. You can just get yeah, first level. Use your reaction the moment that the moment it ends, you recast it. Yeah. Okay, it's not that bad. Um, okay, are you doing anything else on your way down? Um, I don't think there's anything I can do. I mean, I can try and maybe like angle myself to f decide where to land, but that's about it, I think. Okay, and uh, so the alarms are blaring. Let me just, I'm going to do a luck roll real quick. Oh, also, Kelly. Uh, yeah. Um, I misread my homunculus. I think he's actually splat. He would have failed that, that second save with a... Um, oh, would he? Yeah, yeah. I, at first glance, I read it as a plus three strength. It's a minus three strength. Oh, yeah, that'll that'll be a difference. So, okay. I'm assuming he's... Uh, so, one, two, three, four, five, six... Uh, yeah, hold on, just for posterity. Uh, oh, sorry, he takes a little bit less because he can still try to struggle against it. Uh, he is going to take... 57 points of damage. <laughs> Oops. He, he's gone. Okay, well, that's he's good to gone. know. Cool. Uh, all right, so Claudette, as you are falling, um, the... Um, the round elevator shaped thing is zooming back up toward you. It is roughly 50% of the way back up. Remember how I said there was that, that hover elevator that acts yeah, that you said the Kessel ring? That the beam was basically gone though. The beam is basically gone. Yeah, this thing has an auxiliary power source just in case because okay. otherwise it would be completely hooped. Um, but it is... Uh, you know what? It's basically at the halfway mark and hovering because it's power source cut. So it's got its emergency anti-grav brake installed. Uh, but that does mean you could where you could try to land on it. There's bound to be soldiers in there, though. Yeah, I don't feel like there's too much point. Okay. Looking around, you can see that there are a couple of flying units uh, zinging around, headed your direction as well. Looks similar to those eagle creatures, like the little um, rotor-bladed eagles that were okay. at your house. 
Okay. Wait, uh, how far away are they from me then? They are 90 feet at this point. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's something to attack. All right, two whirlers. Because all, all right. I've used so far is a reaction. All right, so these are, they look like huge metal eagles with helicopter rotors instead of wings. Okay. Uh, and two of them are zooming up at you. Okay, and they're 90 feet. Um, let's try to see which of my spells reaches that far. Um, well, chromatic orb reaches that far. All right, give it to me. So I can I be falling through the air and fling a chromatic orb? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Whose game do you think this um, is? I am gonna pick. I don't know. Uh, what would I think would work best against them having had the experience at the, the mansion? Essentially. Mm, the not poison. Okay. But like acid or maybe lightning? I mean... Or fire or cold? Or thunder? I'm just saying Thor never had to mess with metal birds. Like, I've never seen Thor and metal birds in the same place. So I think maybe maybe that's a vote for using that. Okay. Um, yeah, I will totally hit it Watch with it. Um, with lightning. With lightning, not thunder. Okay. That's what I'm trying to ask. I don't know. You're saying Thor, but well, he's the god. He's of, lightning. He's the god of thunder. Yeah, but he always uses lightning in the movies. But he's the god. You're very confusing. You're you're making this harder than it is. Roll. Okay. Um. Holy shit! This is why there's only two of these. Holy shit! Nat twenty. Good. You're gonna need it. All right. They're gonna act on the backup round. Uh, 20 points of thunder damage. Okay, 20 points of thunder damage. Uh, I think you meant a different number. Oh, actually, one sec. Never. That was flat roll. Hey. There's another, I forgot to re-roll. Well, good. Uh, plus 18. Hmm. So. 18 more damage? Yeah, so 38 total. I only rolled once. I forgot to roll twice. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Oh, good. I love it when people's numbers end with the same number of damage they just took. Makes life so much easier. Um, <laughs> okay, so you are going to slam into it with a ball of force. Uh, pardon me, with a ball of thunder. Uh, and it's going to go and knock it off to the side. Uh, this thing is, um, it can't be bloodied, uh, but it's bloodied. It is starting to spark and swing around as it tries to target you. Uh, so that's I feel like Claudette's kind of like trying to like narrow the way she, so she's not spread out <laughs> falling are you kind that of way. Pushing your, well, you're wearing coveralls at this moment. But I was yeah. gonna say, are you pushing your skirt down? No, she's wearing coveralls. Yeah, it's too bad. No, she she's trying to like kind of do, pre present the smallest area of like to be a hit by. All right. 
Um, so as you're falling, that's going to be the end of your turn, unless you have anything else? Um, I don't think I have anything else I can do. All right, Varys on deck, then the back of, oh, pardon me, Varys up, then the back on deck. Um, and I'm still hanging on to this lever. You're hanging on to the lever, the water is still pushing out. Um, um, I... Oh, what can I do here other than just hold? Um, wait a minute. I wasn't expecting to use this one second while I just type something. No. Okay. I don't know. This is not how I expected this this to go. Really? You didn't expect uh, Talfrin to flood the place with 82 million gallons of water? No, I didn't expect Cat to type something. Oh, okay. Uh, Well, I didn't want to, um, (laughs) I didn't want to go clack, 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 clack right in the mic. No, it's okay. Um, I was was joking with you. (laughs) Well, I wasn't expecting to, you know, pull up the creator destroy water spell. Yeah, how much can you do with that? Um, not much. Ten not gallons per just, spell level. Yeah, not much at all. Yeah, so I, I could I could eat as the leader's thirty gallons. <laughs> Is what I could do. The little drop in the bucket of water just disappears. <laughs> Bloop. Yeah, this water's just here. Um, okay. Um. I guess she's just gonna hang on, I guess, and try not to die? Okay, sounds good. So, strength save? Um, all of you did hear as Claudette got flushed that she cast Featherfall on all of you. Okay, that's what I was gonna ask if we actually heard that. that yeah, you would have yeah. all caught that. Oh, okay, if, yeah, if, if I caught that, then, yeah, Vary's gonna be like, hmm, <laughs> Okay, Vary, you're gonna start falling down as well uh, at a speed of 60. Um, basically, you're going to get launched out, and as soon as you hit the open air, you're going to go woof. And do I see those things? Oh, that... yeah, absolutely. These are whirlers. Okay, so can I try and then shoot one? From Spaceship and Star Worms. Nice. Um, can, I, can I try shooting one? You absolutely can. Go ahead. Make me an attack roll. I would love to make you an attack roll. Okay? Also, for any real science nerds, I understand that the they are going 60 feet per round while the water around them is going 500 feet per round. Theoretically, I should give them disadvantage on everything, including breathing, but... It's more fun this way, so let's just roll with it. I, I got a nat 20. Okay, make me an attack roll. I got really excited. Um... Did you just lose 30 million gallons? What? Nothing. Oh, okay. Just saying you got excited. Oh, oh, yeah, fair enough. Uh, oh, man, okay. Um, one of those rolled really poorly. Um, so that's eight base plus six, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fourteen piercing, magical piercing damage. Fourteen magical piercing damage? Yeah, okay. One of my D10s. Uh, 14 magical piercing turns into... All right, so uh, taking an aim and firing, you're going to peg the one uh, that uh, Claudette just chaos bolted, uh, dealing a decent amount of damage to it. 
All right, so that magic is going to work and it is now its turn. It is going to make a shrieking noise and you're going to see as three things that you've never seen in your life unfold out of its wings. These appear to be advanced models and you are going to hear, well, one moment. Uh, So you and Claudette are going to see something strange. Now, the levers and everything that you were looking at inside of that, uh, inside of that, that room, all of the technology was very advanced, like very much more advanced than you've ever seen before. These things are much slicker. And as they open what appear to be rifle barrels, you'll hear, All right, so I get four plasma rifle attacks. Uh, Claudette, you're going to be two of them. Actually, you're going to be three of them, Claudette, because you hurt me. Okay, uh, I have uh, 23, 23, 25. Yes. Do you have shield? Yes, but I just spent a reaction doing Featherfall. Oh, no, you did. And it hasn't been your... Oh, but then it was your round immediately after. Okay, so that was different? That you, you I thought it was did, all part of the same you, action. You did it to being flushed. So okay, yes, I will doing... definitely shield then. Okay, that raises that your That'll bring me up to 25. Okay, and I said I had 21, did I say, so that was one hit then? Yes, you said 23, okay. 23, and then 25, I think? Like, I think, I think yeah, 25. 25. Okay, so, and then very, I just knocked that dice to the side. Pretty sure uh, shield is plus five. It yeah. is plus five. So very, that is going to be a 26 to hit you. Yeah. So that honestly could be way worse. Uh, Claudette, you are going to take uh, seven, nine. Uh, that is going to be uh, 16 uh, plasma damage, which technically we're just going to call radiant damage for this because we're not using plasma. Uh, but 16 radiant damage. Uh, and very, that is going to be, that's middling, that's going to be 16 plasma damage, radiant damage to you as well. Cool. Uh, and for those of you who are looking at this, I'm using a Kickstarter that we backed called Spaceships and Starworms for the high tech thing. It doesn't have too much in the way in the core book in in the way of like robots and high tech stuff. But what it does have is kind of cool. And they have some additional like types of damage, like um, radiation damage. So it's kind of fun. Um, I will say the paper stock isn't very good though. It's kind of it kind of yeah. It's the really cheap paper. It's really cheap. Uh, back the PDF or buy the PDF, like and just use that. Um, it's also, it looks like it would look really cool on like a tablet, but you know, don't, the book's kind of iffy. Whereas I can tell you what Kickstarter's to buy, because I just got a couple in the mail that I'll show you later. They're just dope. Historia and Kisarta were both amazing books. High paper quality. That matters to me. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry, so, I just spilled water all over my laptop, so I had to quickly run up and uh... Was it 82 million gallons worth of water? Um, not quite, but my laptop sure, sure looked like it to my laptop. Talfrin, why are you oh, in Ivy's no. place? I know, it's seeping out of the stream and into reality. Just just making everybody wet, Talfrin. So oh, wet, Talfrin, yeah. so wet. Talfrin uses sploosh, it's hyper effective. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm glad my laptop camera, like I'm, I'm not I'm using this thing, because my laptop is currently like on the other side of my desk right now. Flashback to the first night that Very and Talfrin met. Mm. There was no, was there sploosh? I don't think there was sploosh. I mean, there was kind of like halfling. 
Oh, right. Very was hoping there would be. Oh, so uh, then her friend got murdered. So yes. then it Kinda is Leedon, it's your turn. You let go, so you're gonna be pumped out the edge as well. Yeah, so, so you I are... say let go. Am I able to pull my mace out as a you... Yeah, okay. Well you said you let go. I know, but it was also was not my turn, so it does I don't know if that counts. I was gonna let you let go as a reaction, so you left the mace up there. Damn it! Okay, fine. I let go. So that 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 seems like a lead and thing to do. Yeah, it is probably. I was thinking right. she probably would have just like hoisted it, but honestly, she also would have let go and just yeeted out the way out the. All right, uh, so you are flushed out the way. She um, is tactical flushing. Tactical herself. flushing. Good job. Yeah. Um. And then as she gets out and would like to take in what is actually happening down there. Hmm. Um. So you're gonna see two giant whirly birds that have. Oh shit! There are two of them. Oh. I forgot oh. there was a second one. I didn't roll for it. So, uh, balls. You do that then. I will, you know, technically it, the second one rolled lower than you. So I'll say that it will act after you. Okay. Um, cool. So I'm going to, yeah, launch myself out. And um, can I break out of the stream? Uh, yeah. The water stream? Yeah. Do I need to do a strength check for that? Nope, not once you're free falling. I'm assuming that it's spigoting. Okay, cool. From the pressure. Otherwise, you guys cool. would just get like slammed into the ground even with Featherfall. <laughs> That's so, like, fair. Or um, you drown in the air. So like, I'm gonna assume that it's not a beam of water. It's just cool. kind of, it's just raining everywhere. Just torrential so we're not rain. Doing Minecraft where you have to like poke your head out to breathe. Yeah. Yeah, no. No, we're not. Okay, we cool. could, but because Minecraft, you could also swim up it. So <laughs> if we're doing Minecraft rules, got to do them all. Yeah, maybe not. Can you punch a pig to get bacon in this world? That's oh my god. Maybe <laughs> I mean, if you have like fist, like fiery punches with I magic. You, I bet you Telfrin could. Honestly, their hands. Enraging, probably. Yeah. That's, that is Telfrin's rage mechanic. He punches something until it turns into food. Absolutely. Cooked food. Cooked food. The force of his hands are so powerful that it's just cooking it with kinetic force. Well, no, it doesn't even turn out to be cooked bacon in Minecraft. You gotta cook it. Oh, does it? Okay. All right, no, so Leiden, I, don't play Minecraft. I need to know what you're doing. Yes. Leiden is going to use her action when she's free falling to activate Radiant Soul um, for her wings to just suddenly go whoosh out behind her, okay. misty-like and phantasmally, and her eyes start glowing, and she would like to start... Like fold those in and would like to lo- drop herself on top of one of these flying bird things if she can. Uh, one of them is the one that was zooming toward Claudette is moving at a speed of 100 feet. So it actually would have been uh, moving right past Claudette. Okay. So inside of your range. Am I able to land on it? Uh, sure. Um, aggressively? Yeah, let's do I'm it. I'm not, I mean, shifting, like, let's activating wings is an action. How many times so do I, I have feel to say, like, let's do it? Okay, okay. I feel um, like this has been a conversation we've had before. If it is, I don't remember what the outcome was. I usually say do it because it's cool. Okay. In which case, do I, What? how How do I roll for this then? You make an attack what roll. Would you like me to do? I will do an attack roll. Are you basically with, trying to slam down on it? 
Yeah, I'm basically trying to just like plummet, wings fold, like like dive, wings fold back up behind to just, and then just like land with my feet, just go slam. Okay. So this would just be a straight strength, I guess. This will be a straight straight strength roll to to uh, to attack it. Um, okay. Are you trying to grapple it? Not specifically, but okay. I could. I was more focused on just having it plummet much more into the ground. Okay, sounds okay. good. Uh, so-, um, so to hit, if it's just strength, I'm yeah. not adding anything special to this other than my strength. You're Do I have proficiency? You're proficient in landing on something, I'll say. Okay, that's going to be a 24. Okay, that's a hit. What's your strength? My strength is three, plus three. You'd think it would have resistance to this, but it doesn't. Okay, so it's going to take four points of bludgeoning damage as you slam down on it. Cool. <laughs> Uh, you're on top of it. Do you have any other actions? Um, do I have a bonus action that I do something cool with? That's a good question. I do not think so, unless, unless, uh, oh no, that's an action. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope, I do not have anything else. All right, sounds good. Uh, so you've landed on top of the one that was already damaged, which means that is the one that is not damaged. So that one is going to aim and fire two bolts at you. Uh, that is a 16 and a 17. Both miss. Okay. Uh, it is going to fire two bolts again. One at Vary and one at Claudette. Claudette, that's a miss. Uh, and Vary, that's an 18? Um, that's a hit. Okay. Uh, Vary, do me the honor, my friend, of... Oh, taking very little damage. Uh, 7, 8, plus 15 Radiant. As another another blast from this is going to strafe by, and um, it's going to take a chunk of your ass off. Oh, I forgot something. Yes. About with my wings, when I atta- damage something, damage a target mm-hmm. with an attack or a spell, I extra radiant damage can be done to it once on each of my turns for equal sure. to my level. So that's an extra okay. nine radiant. Okay. Uh, that will be. Burr, 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 burr. Okay, that's pretty solid then. Good job. Okay, so you were going to slam into it. It's going to start melting a little around where you slammed into it uh, as your holy light kind of bursts through it. Uh, top of the round, and as we are doing that, can I get Ivy and Talfrin to make me a strength save? Um, Yeah, I was going to say Ivy's going to try and wrench her sword out and just tactical flush on her turn, but would you rather yeah. me make the strength save right now? Uh, I'll use the strength save to wrench your sword out instead. Okay, cool. I would love to do that. Can I just fail? Then you can just fail. Um, if you you were further down the so you're right oh. basically like at the center there. Um, if you wanted to grab Leedon's uh mace, which is like five feet from you, you can make me a strength check just to swim up and grab it. Oh, sure, yeah, we'll do that. Cool. Just make me a strength check. You have advantage because you're because you're angry. Nice. Um, uh, an 11. An 11? Yeah. Uh, do you have your inspiration still? No, do you have your determination? No, I used my determination Someone to make it you an eleven. Yeah, so you no, got but I used it. Bot. No, I used. I used. Oh. I was a seven. I had zero to strength. I used my determination, but it was a ten. Uh, to I'm wrench gonna... my own sword out. Is this your magic sword or your normal sword? Wrench my normal sword. <laughs> well, it was you have a, you have a normal sword and you have a magic dagger. If I'm not mistaken. I have two norm. I have an, a normal sword, the sword with the force charge on it, and then the magic dagger. Okay. Well, it would have been the force sword. Let's be honest. No. That's, yeah. No. That's I know. It would have been the force sword. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm. A, I'll make you an offer. Do you want it? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, you got it. You okay. got it there. I have okay. my offer now. Okay. Okay, so you're going to be wrenched out the side, uh, and cool. uh, as you pull, you're going to go and fall down the hole. I'm going to use the offer immediately to do oh, a full fuck. barrage of attacks against the, the invading person that's falling out of the hole. No, it's fine. Don't pay no attention to the tape with the wings. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, okay, so I'm going to reroll that because that's cocked. Uh, all right. Uh, 16, 17, nope. 23. Okay, the 23 will hit. The other two don't. Cool, that's two 23s. Okay, ouch. Uh, okay, so I'm just gonna make life easy. And it's going to go, ba-doo, ba-doo, ba-doo. And I have to roll a lot of d6s, one second. No, oh, no, I wanted to throw my dagger at the ship, but I'm gonna just die. No! Uh, well, you're only gonna take 35 points of radiant damage. Okay, cool. I can still do what I want then. Awesome. Because I, I have rolled 19 HP. A one and a two. <laughs> All right, so you're gonna see. Actually, you're gonna you're gonna see these bird things go. Okay. I like sound effects. I'm sorry. Um. And so they're gonna strafe you with two of these. Uh, so you're gonna fall at a rate of 60 feet per round once you pivot out the hole. Uh, so cool. what are you trying to do? Um, I'm trying to get on top of. The how how far away are like how are the two ships positioned? Are they like beside each other or opposite? So they're not ships so much as they're um, they're basically like right kind of like swirling around ten feet away from um, of the falling group. Okay. So you guys are falling, kind of falling in a column, and they're kind of spinning around you, kind of just doing like point okay, blank shots. I would like to try and aim for the one that is not leading. I was wondering either flying on top of it, or if I have to try and throw my dagger at it. Okay. If I can reach it within. Yeah, so you can attack the one that Leiden's attacking. Go ahead and make me a, uh, a ranged attack roll. I was trying to go for the one that Leiden is not on. Oh, the one that Leiden is not on? Yeah, go ahead and make me a yes, ranged attack Yes, because she's kind of glowing and scary looking right now. <laughs> um, but I was wondering, would I be able to range attack for me to with the dagger or with to I'm trying to potentially just reach it to save an attack with my sword if I can or are you saying I have to so are you so sorry repeat this to me what you're what you're attempting I would like to save my two sword attacks to the mm. ship but if I have to use one of my attacks to throw the dagger to reach it for my move action because I'm not going to reach it I will throw my dagger at an extra 20 feet to teleport to to re- actually reach it you'll have to throw your dagger Okay, cool. So that's that's what I was asking. Cool. So I'll sorry make about, an sorry about that. I was like trying to stay on top of this. No, it's fine. Because um, I haven't used my bonus action yet. So I can use my bonus action and two attacks. So that is cool. I'll see. So I'll use my dagger. Dagger, dagger, dagger. Okay. Ooh, that's going to be a 26 to hit that with the dagger. Yeah, that'll hit. Cool. Um, so a d4. Cool. Cool, cool. Really? And then I rolled like fucking ass on my two sword attacks. I'm guessing a uh, what's, uh, a 14 and a 15 probably don't hit the ship, right? Uh, well, they're not ships. They're robots. Robots. Sorry. I'm yeah. I'm picturing the um, bigger whirly birds. I'm thinking helicopters. What I'm thinking. When so you, say whirly you will uh, you will not hit them with those. Okay. Uh, but you will hit them with the initial attack, so that will roll roll me damage on the first one. Okay. 
And uh, oh, I, I rolled just, four, so that's I just eight sent points. New backgrounds for y'all, so let's switch to those. Ah, uh, okay. Since I was not expecting free fall. Yeah, yeah, I just realized a thing, but hopefully someone with wings can help me out. Um, so yeah, I guess <laughs> Ivy's on top okay, of you're on top of this, this and yeah. you, did, you did how much damage total? Eight points, because it's a dagger. <laughs> All right, so eight points, and then you're going to try to, um, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be really nice, because you're on top of this thing, hacking down mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. That's technically the same as prone. Oh, okay. Would you like, so can I'll, give me? I'll, I'll give you those rolls again, so give me, give me two um, more attack rolls. Okay, two more attack rolls, Okay. Oh, wow, I rolled double 11, so that's going to be 19. Uh, those, that's that's going to be a hit. Cool. I'll so say that's... you hit with your second attack. Your first one was two whiffs, or was a whiff, and then okay. you'll plunge in. So you and Leiden are basically each on a part on one of its wing, on its, like, wing chassis. Yeah. Um, and no, I've done a lot of actions. I probably couldn't flip on the switch for the force dagger. Yeah, it's a free action. Okay, cool. Flip on that for force. Okay. Um, do, 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 do. Okay, so that's going to be... Oh, holy crap, I rolled really well. <gasps> Damage. You have this? Uh-oh, I'm scared for that reaction. <laughs> Alright, that's going to be 22 points of damage. Um, Do you need me to break it up magically-wise? Uh, What type of damage is this? Uh, It is... Cold force, right? and force. Nope. Just give it to me. Okay, so 22. 22 total? Yeah. Okay, this thing is really messed up. Um, so you're going to start like start cutting one of its wings off as you are slashing down into it. Talfren, you're up, my friend. What do you do? So um, did you make your strength check? Yeah, I got a 24. Okay, so you're able to grab Leiden's, Leiden's mace. Okay. And where are you going? Are you going to go out the hole or are you going to keep fighting? Okay, I was like, am I locked into going out the hole? Um, no, you don't I actually have to be. don't want to go out the hole. Because okay. um, I realized I'm a whole ass round behind everyone, so I'm going to be out of range by the time. Yeah. Actually, you, uh, you won't because by the time you are uh, shot out the hole, you'll basically catch up with them. Oh, really? Okay. Well, if so that's ba- ba- the case, you're, then... you're moving at 500 feet per second to the moment you hit freefall, then you're moving at 60 feet. Okay. Okay. Or okay. 500 feet as, per turn. As long as, as long as if, if people are still doing, <laughs> doing spelly things, <laughs> could be in range, otherwise I'm a little bit <laughs> screwed. <laughs> it's up to you. You don't have to go out if you don't want to. You can fight against it. I'll go. No. Nope. Okay. Wow. Talfren, you are, you are sailing down. Um, you can see that they're... Oh, pardon me. You're right, Ivy. You were attacked the one that Leiden wasn't on? Yes. Okay, so that one's not nearly as damaged now. Yeah, because I've because Leiden did the glowy thing, and we've been told, and I felt her radiant damage, so I know not to go near Leiden when she's all glowy. Okay. So I just had to adjust some, some hit points. All right, so the other, one of them is really damaged. One of them's pretty pretty scratched up. That's the one that you're fighting. Yeah, uh, mine was a total of 30 for both, if, you're, if you knew that. Perfect, yeah, I will adjust that up a tiny bit. Cool. Um, all right, so Talfren, you are shut out the hole. You're, ah, where are you doing? What are you doing? Um, 
I have Leiden's mace in one hand, yep. my sword in the other hand. I can't really grab the javelin with my other hand. So I'm going to like try to aim myself towards like the rest of the group. I'll let you make a deck save as a free action as my offer for you to throw the hammer at Leiden or to Leiden. <laughs> uh, that's okay. Okay. Oh, sure. Leiden, wa- Leiden wants it? I don't know. It's fine. That's that's okay. I'm not sure. I, I, I think Telvrin's going to hold on to it. Two that's weapons it. are better than one. It's true. Although I can't use this one with one hand, but I can hold it at least, I think. Yep. I'm strong enough. Yep. Okay. All right. That's okay. <laughs> All right. What do you do? What do you do? Oh, there's nothing else I can really do. I'm just going to kind of aim towards the group as I fall. As I feel All right. Like Sounds good. You can aim toward the group oh, as... Oh, actually, hmm. what I can do is I can use my bolstering thing that I never use. Bolstering oh. magic. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. How does that work? Mm-hmm. Uh, I can touch one creature, which can be myself. So I'll just, you know, um, and I'm going to do... Let's do... For 10 minutes, the creature can roll a d3 whenever making an attack roll or an ability check and add the number to the roll to the d20 roll. Sounds good. So that'll be your action. And then, uh, so your rage is going to end then. Yeah. Because you're not actively attacking anybody. Um, However, you can use your, uh, I guess you can't use your bonus action to re-rage in the same round as it ends. Um, But hey, that's next round. So you're going to exit rage and continue falling. Okay, mark you off there. Claudette, you are up. Okay, is the other drone still up? They are both up. One of them is pretty badly damaged. One of them is like a bit damaged. They are being ridden by Ivy and Leiden, respectively. Okay. One has angel wings, one has devil wings. It's a very aesthetic approach. Okay. How far away are they from me? Uh, at this like, point, can they... I angle my free fall ish, my feather falling in order to like collide with one? I'll say if you make me an acrobatics check, you can go after the one that lead and slammed into because okay. it dropped when she hit it. I get advantage on an acrobatics check in Blade Song, so oh, yes. God damn it. Nat 20. You fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get over there. Use my lightsaber rapier to stabby stab that thing. Oh, oh, you mean this? Yep. I want to. I need. I'm like being careful to not hurt Leiden, but I want to stab it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You can use your movement to move over there with that roll, and uh, you can make me your two attacks. Okay. God damn it. Uh, that is going to be. 24. Yep. And 26 to hit. Okay. Give it to me. Okay. Uh, so that is. Oh, shit. This is. Nine for the normal damage. Uh huh. And then the bonus damage is 2d6. Uh-huh. Um, is... Which is technically, it's force damage, but it's technically plasma damage. So, eight. Yeah. Okay. So that's the first attack. 
Uh, second attack, I got seven for, for the normal damage, so plus three is okay. ten. Okay, just count all together. Just give me it all together. Okay, uh, s- 17, I think. Wait, no, I add other stuff to it as well. Uh, 20. Mm-hmm. I forgot about my actual, my, my decks. <laughs> What's the total damage? Uh, I've forgotten what the first one is. Anybody else, was anybody else paying attention? I was looking up a rule for these guys. So the second hit was 20 damage. Okay. First hit, I don't remember now. I think it was like 16. Uh, okay. So that's not the way math works, Kelly. That's how math works. So this uh, force blade has a specific, um, uh, a specific uh, function that it does. Uh, it bypasses armor. So when attacking robots, I decided that they got a constitution save to determine whether or not you hit anything important that would shut them off. So when I roll a one and a two, um, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna stab the sword right into the center of its body where Leiden was was like kind of softening it up like butter that's starting to get melted from being left out, and you're just gonna plunge your sword into that weak spot, like you know, like 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 it's like a baby's head, like it's really just soft. And just, Don't stab a baby with a lightsaber. <laughs> I just realized how that sounds. Um, but Only yeah, if you're thing- Anakin. Oh my oh, god, yeah. well, then that, you kill that, younglings. You you can't if you're a master. Well, you can't if you're a master, but not if you're on the council. I know. The other way around. You can be on the council, you can't be a master. What about master debater? <sighs> Claudette, the thing goes. <laughs> and enters okay. freefall. Um yeah, and I guess, can I try and, like, hold on to Leiden so we stay in roughly the same area? Don't or grab, or grab potentially Leiden. slingshot her over towards the other one. I don't know. Mm, well, it seems like say, a better idea. I'm gonna say you can grab onto Leiden. Okay, Leiden will, have, will allow you to grab onto her, no problem. All right. Hey, uh, Very, it's your turn. Plummet! Um... So, we're in the Featherfall bubble, correct? The Featherfall is just affecting you. Oh, it's just affecting me. Okay. Yep. So it's okay. it's not inside of a bubble. Oh, okay. Perfect. Awesome. Um, I'm gonna shoot the other one. Okay. So I'm gonna make an attack roll. Is what I'm gonna do. That is the longest oh, stomach rumble I've ever had in my life. It's not a nat 20, but it is a 21 to hit. Uh, that is going to be a hit. Fantastic. Can you do me a favor, please, and take no. 16 piercing damage magical, please? Okay, only because that's an easy bit of math for me to do. All right, so uh, you're going to... Ra- Aim, fire in. It's going to ping into its chassis right beneath Ivy's foot. Ivy, very almost shot you in the foot. 
Hey. What the fuck? All right, you doing anything else, Vary? Um... There's nothing else I can do. Um, so... Um... Do, 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 do. I can't use any of my spells. Um, no, that's it. I'm done. Okay, sounds good. Then we are down to its turn. It is going to, um... That doesn't work if you're also flying with them. Uh, okay, so it's just going to go and point up its guns directly at Ivy. Uh, hey, Ivy, these things don't take uh, disadvantage for point-blank shots. Um, okay. Uh, so that one's for Vary. That's a hit for Vary. And the other three are for Ivy. Oh, no. Uh, 13. Nope. 21. Yep. 25. Oh boy. Let's see how these 19 hit points I have go there. Okay, here we go. Uh, that is going to be, uh, well, you know what? Why don't I just do this accordingly? So it would have done Zort. So let's do the first one. Uh, that That's going to be 17 base damage plus seven. So 24 with the first one. For me? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So it's going to aim its gun up and fire a shot into your hip. Uh, and you're just going to awesome. go out. Cool. So you are unconscious. Uh, mm -hmm. It's going to fire one at Very. Uh, that is going to be a 19 points of radiant damage to Very. Oh, yes. Uh, and it has one more shot because it would have been able to do that. So I'm going to aim at. Oh, it's not doing two shots to me? It, it has four shots. Oh. And it was going to shoot you, but you're already kind of like falling through the air as a corpse. Uh, so I'm going to just, you know what? I'm going to determine its RNG protocol, which is going to be, uh, that's going to be Talfrin. Uh, Talfrin, I have a 30 to hit you. Uh, Talfrin, do me a favor and take 25 radiant damage. I rolled max. Okay. As it kind of like fires a bolt directly uh, into you. And uh, that is its turn. Uh, that is its back. All right, Leiden, you're up. Okay. So the one that we were standing on is now dead and falling. And so, and Claudette has grabbed onto me. So I feel so at this point, I'm probably able to just like basically flare the wings up again and step off and let this thing just plummet. Mm. <clears throat> okay. So I'm holding on. I got Claudette. I'm going to, how far away is Ivy? I'm going to say that she's uh, about 30 feet and about 15 feet up from you. So I could reach her with 30 feet. With 30 feet, you could. Bonus action, spare the dying if she's at zero. Sounds good. So at least she's not bleeding out. Okay, um, so you're going to fly up. That's inside of my range. I'm going to use a hurt the more to make two attacks on you. Ah, fuck. Uh, okay. My spare the dying is at range. Is it a range? I don't have to touch her. Because oh, okay. of my grave cleric, it's 30 feet bonus action instead of a round and touch. Okay, so, you, so you're not moving to her. I have not moved yet. Okay. Um, but I was planning to move. But the other, so the other thing that shot her, um, I Wait. would like. Hmm? Okay, go ahead. So that was 
Because I that's a bonus action. I haven't used my action yet. I'm just yeah. holding. Okay, so basically she went, ah, stab, stab, stab. Yeah. And the other thing is flying away from her now because it's... Yeah, it's kind of pointed at yeah. you guys, so... Okay. You can I see into like its beady to, eagle eyes. I would like to... Sacred Flame, because that's 60 feet. Okay. I need a dexterity save from it. Yay! Uh, 18. Uh, oh, pardon me. Uh, my, the save is 17. Okay. So... In that case, it probably succeeds. Wow, Damn. I have a really high int save. Oh, okay. Is it an AI? It has um, it has a private network built into it. That's probably why. Okay, okay. so that in that case, nothing will happen if it succeeds. Okay, uh, I'm going to use a hurt more to fire off that volley against you, though. Okay, sure. Uh, and that's going to be a 20 on one of them. Okay. Does that hit? That will hit. My yeah, my current AC is 18. I am resistant to radiant. Good for you. That's going to be 17. Uh, that's going to be eight points of radiant damage after resistance. That could have been way worse. It's a total of eight, or is that just the first attack? That I only hit with one. The other one's going to zort Rypaya. I got a two. Cool. Well, I got a uh, 13, but I know that doesn't hit. Cool. Um, okay, and that is the end of this round. We are back at the top. Ivy, I need a death save. Uh, Ivy, do me a favor. I don't. I was spared the dying. Oh, shit, you're right. My you bad. Have zero HP. Yeah, so you're just free falling, but at least you're not death saves yet. Uh, make me a death save to see if you wake up. Okay. If you get, if you um, get 20, do you roll that? Oh, yeah, you're right. I guess I, I get advantage on death saves. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, hell, you roll it if you took a feat for it. Okay, cool. For this, because this is just fun. You gotta be fucking kidding me. A two yeah, and a no. one. Well, that doesn't matter. You just, nothing happens. Yeah, so I can't do anything on my turn. I have zero HP. I'm still unconscious. You're still unconscious, yeah. We, Ivy dreams about Dirk. There we go. <laughs> All right. And we don't good. even know what happened to Dirk. I know. I just I know got him back. I just got him back. I'm so sad. <laughs> All right, uh, Talfrin, it's uh, your turn. So Ivy's kind of floating up. Um, you could try to intercept her corpse. Oh, yeah. Does, like, uh, does Featherfall not work on corpses? It or does. she never Featherfalled? It does. She's still fly is floating at normal speed. Okay. But, like, um, she's kind of like, I don't know. What do you want to do? There's one one of these things uh, oh. directly beneath Ivy. You could you could you could try to launch yourself down at it. Yeah, I want okay. to do that. I want to launch myself down it and try to stab through its head. Okay, make me an acrobatics roll to aim and kind of okay. do the do the point break tuck and fly. Okay, I'm going to hold on. What's my acro acrobatics? Uh, acrobatics. Yeah. Okay. That's a 15. Okay. Make me your attack rolls. Okay. Um, they're just going to be normal, not great weapon master, because this is a weird, weird situation. Probably nope. doesn't apply anyway. 
All right, let's go. You can gra- you're going to land go. on top of this thing. You can gray weapon master. And uh, actually, uh, oh. a reminder that if you're going to land on this thing with that acrobatics roll, I was treating point blank attacks mm-hmm. as if you were as if they're prone. So you'll have advantage on these attacks. Mm-hmm. Okay, right on, right so on. You might as well gray weapon okay. master. We, I might as well at that point. Okay. Two. Uh, nah. Wow. Okay. So 16, 2, 19, 19. So uh, that's going to be, what's that going to be? Uh, 23 and 26 hit. to hit. Two hits. All right. Uh, roll, roll. Sorry. 53. 53 damage. 53 slashing. Holy shit. Uh, thrust okay. through it. Yeah, you're going to definitely thrust into the center of it. This thing is still uh, up. It is very, very badly damaged. Um, It I'm is hurt. going... It's going to be screaming and making all of these like... kind of noises underneath your feet. Uh, are you doing anything else on your turn? Um, hmm. You could rage and just see what happens. Oh, yeah, yeah. I kind of sure. want to. All right, roll me D100. Okay. 61 this time. I need you to make me a, uh, I need you to make me a save, my friend. Uh, one moment, please. Uh, so, real quick, I need you to roll me a, uh, a d20, just by itself. Okay. Okay. Fifteen. Okay, and, uh, make me a... Uh, what is the save for this? This is... One second, pardon me. Um, I need a wisdom save. Okay, okay, could be worse, could be worse. Uh, 16. 16, okay. So, I just have to check one final thing real quick. So for your, uh, what is your proficiency bonus plus your constitution modifier? Plus eight. Um, a lot. Um, I need to know lot. if you beat uh, your own wild surge. <laughs> you know what? I just hit it. Because just... it's 16. Okay. Uh, one moment, please. Yeah, constitution's four, proficiency bonus is four, and plus eight is 16. Okay. And 17 minus one is 16. So... <laughs> Okay, I just gotta check something real quick. So, you rolled a 15. Oh, you know what I never used? What? I never used my, I never used my feet, but that's okay. That'll come up again. I was forgetting, forgetting about it. Uh, it, it will. Um, if someone wants to give me, to give me a Hertha more right now, this would be the exact moment. But, uh, in the meanwhile, I'm gonna say that... Damn it, not again. 
I must say that it's half that. You got it. Did I get it? Reroll that. It. I'm going to force you to reroll that. Because this is ridiculous. You're getting a nat 20 on this one. Roll me another. Roll me the con save again. I'm spending that hurt the more not. immediately. Oh, can I use my lucky? Yes. <laughs> I still won't. Oh, 17. God fucking damn it. I rolled an 11, then I rolled an 18, which would be 17. Roll me a 10 sided <laughs> dice. Sorry. Thank you. Um, this is so chaotic. Three. Okay. Let me do math. Pretty curious what is happening. You know what's happening. Where's the monster manual? Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Yeah, are we getting are we getting Dragon Talfrin? I gotta check something. Oh, was 61 the, the the one? Okay, so. Hmm. Okay, so there is a shudder uh, of energy, uh, and uh, Talfrin, as you rage into this thing, your sword is going to fly up into the air and kind of like leave your grip, and <laughs> you're going to slam your hands down into the side of this thing as you realize that your hands have suddenly grown into blue scaly dragon claws. You are a young adult blue dragon. Oh my god, everybody get on my back. Dragon! Wait, hold on. Um, I'm unconscious. Please grab me in your claws, Tal Dragon. Absolutely. Oh, pardon, pardon. Yeah, oh, so okay. you are a you're a young adult blue dragon. Because you did not quite roll high enough to become an adult blue dragon. Okay. Okay. Uh so you will be. Person with wings, you can't you can't ride on my back, probably. So here's what you rolled. You cast Polymorph on yourself. If you fail the saving throw, you turn into a goat. <laughs> I want a Tal goat. <laughs> beautiful. Meh. Meh. I'm sorry. Okay. On, uh, so on the plus side, I don't have many luckies left. I think I have. You have one left, but the game's about to I end. Have one, yeah. And it's every session, isn't it? Or is it every no, long rest? It's every, it's every long, long rest. rest. Every long yeah. rest. So. God damn it. There we go. Okay, Claudette, it's your turn because Talfrin has done all that he can do. <laughs> um, is there any enemies left? Um, yes, there is the metallic bird that he's clawing into. It's still up. <laughs> all right. I guess I will try and maneuver myself over there. And stab it as well. Sounds good. Let's do it. All right. And I'm just going to put something here. Nat 20. Are on you one of them. kidding me? Fuck yes. <laughs> and the other ends I'm up gonna being... I'm going to start agreeing with YouTube soon. Jesus. Um, 18 to hit. There you go, Talfrin. I have... I have covered part of you with a blue dragon. Okay, so roll me damage on okay, both. Okay, so 18 hits. And you're using what? The plasma sword. So how, how are you getting to it? It's like 30 something feet away from you and up. Oh, okay. That's why I said like, can I drift my way over there? 
Did you say that? Yes. Yes. Did I say yes? Yes. All right, make me an acrobatics roll so that I can be sure that I said yes. Okay. I also get advantage on that. Yep, <laughs> As I you know. yeet yourself off of lead and but shield. Uh, that's a 19. Good enough. I'm going to say that the okay. sudden dragon is going to kind of push down a bit. Okay. It's going to have some drag on. Ah. Okay, so 18 hit as well? Uh, 18 hit. will hit. Okay. Um, How do you want to do I'll this? I'll hold across both hits. Um, I feel like Claudette kind of manages to like do something to catch the arrow, but to pop up and s- try and like drift over, and just kind of like grabs hold of like one of Telfron's arms to kind of swing around and stab into this thing that it- Tal Dragon's holding. Mm-hmm. And just stabs into whatever open space there is that will not hit the Telfrin as well. She's All just, right. you know, that image in what was it? I think Phantom Menace, where in the very beginning they have to stab through the blast doors and try and melt a hole to get yeah, through. Yeah, that's what this looks like. That first image of it just starting to melt through. There you go. All right, awesome. uh, and with that, um, you are going to stab into it. Uh, you all start to plummet toward the ground as you have this giant dragon. Uh, Very, what do you do? Um, there's nothing left to kill, right? There's nothing. I mean, you could you could kill yourself. Like you could kill your friends. You could there's- kill Ivy. She's she's pretty much dead. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to cast some healing magic on myself. That's not like a great idea. Because I have two hit points. Um, and I'm going to cause... Uh, cost. I'm going gonna... to cause havoc. I'm going to cause havoc. I'm going to cast uh, third level cure wounds on myself. Sounds good. Uh, all right. And... All right. And that's D8s, right? That is D8s. Usually yeah. D8. I just, I have everything else written down. <laughs> I forgot to write Cure Wounds. Oh, 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 almost max. Uh, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, plus con. Uh, 2, 23, 24, 25 hit points. Nice. That I can add that on to my two. All right, that will heal you up. Doing anything else as you're falling? Um, no, just falling, I guess. All right, lead, and it's your turn. Okay, so there's no other enemies. Ivy's flowing, like falling through the air. Mm-hmm. Alfred is now a dragon. Um, right. I would like to, if I'm able to get close enough, use my move action to fly over to grab Ivy. You may. And now. Who else is in a 30-foot radius of me? 
Um, if you take a couple of, uh, or like a round or so, everybody. You could just, just so we'll, okay. you could fly around pushing people into the center column of the fall. Okay, cool. Um, if that is something I can be permitted to do, sure. um, because I can cast a mass cure wounds as an action. Okay. Um, to in a 30 foot radius. Um, now Ivy's at zero point stabilized. Yeah. I'm a circle of mortality. If I use a spell that would normally roll one or more dice to restore hit points to a creature at zero hit points, instead I use the highest number possible for each die. So that would be plus my spell, my yep, ability. So to Ivy so heals be... to your full amount. Everyone else you have to roll for. Oh, I do? Okay, because I, it sounded like it was just like you just use that for everybody. Okay, uh, let me double mind. check. Let me check uh, Circle of the Grave. Or not Circle of the Grave. Circle of Mortality. Uh, it's the level one feature. So this is With great. a spell to a creature at zero hit points, you instead let, let me read use. It. Yeah. So it's to a creature with zero hit points. So if they're at zero hit points, they get full. Everyone else gets the roll. Okay. So in that case, that still means that Ivy would heal twenty nine hit points. Oh. And then I would just roll the 3d8 needed. I believe it was, plus my... So. That's sad, but okay. That's why I wanted to clarify. One sec, one sec. Oh, sure. That's about scrolls. I'm just really curious about this. Um... I think I remember. Yeah, um, so heal everyone normally and maximize the zero. Yeah, that's what I remember. That's how, um, like, I, the critical roles circle of grave Talison's character, cleric did. That's how they did that, too. So it, I think that sounds fair. The Ivy gets super healed. I got super healed. Super healed. I'm going to eat dinner after this. Okay. And everyone else heals 21 hit points. Nice. Yeah. All right. I'll let you re-roll any ones you rolled. Oh, in that case, one sec. One sec. Let me fix that. Um, that'll be... So everyone heals an additional three. So 24 points. Uh, yeah. And Ivy is going to heal... What's the max you could have healed? 29. Is that the to the max max? Awesome. Yeah, because it's 3d8 plus my my spellcasting okay, ability so modifier, Ivy's which 29 is again. Yay. Oh, you rolled really high. That's good. All right, so yeah. you are going to heal uh, all of that as you continue to plummet through the air at 60 feet per round. Um, as you do, uh, I have to do a couple more rolls. Uh, I was going to wake up and be like, Dragon, what? When did this happen? <laughs> and then see, do you have the glasses still? Does Tal yes. Dragon have his Tal glasses? Yes. How else, how else could he see? It's true. Right? He's still... He's got true sight, but he's still... Oh, Talfrin, it's you. Okay. And Ivy will, like, flap her wings and then just ride Talfrin again down. Nice. And with yeah. that, you are going to see that at the station, as the water begins to trickle out of the of the central core, um, several of the ships have managed to make it away, like the hovercrafts, and are kind of banking. And one of them is banking directly toward you all at a very fast speed. Which we'll have to pick You're up pretty with suspicious. next time on the Reign of Amory's. Because uh, I think that's a good place for us to end it tonight, folks, with the ship barreling toward you. 
And uh, so, that's going to be it. So, folks, I think you ended up getting another game out of us because I don't think I can wrap this in one <laughs> session. So be prepared yeah. for 25 episodes, maybe 26. Who knows how this is going to Who knows? We'll Who see knows? what happens. All right. So, hey, for folks. all that, we were trying not to destroy the crucible, right? Yeah. Very's plan worked. Very wants to Wasn't destroy a magic. Because you keep saying Very wants to just destroy the crucible. It's like Very, you don't want to be an artificer anymore. Well, she just likes always the most. She just always likes the most destructive, the blatantly destructive option. Uh, she doesn't really clue into what it means. All right, so folks, that's going to be it for us tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in to our little crew of misfits, malcontents, and sociopaths. Uh, pick who's who. <laughs> um, and uh, I hope you had a lot of fun with this episode. It was wild. Uh, I will say for any novice DMs who are really nervous about keeping things on the plot, <laughs> do not use the 2D100 wild surge table. Just don't. Just don't. If you do, know what you're getting into, because you'll get two Tal Dragons in one campaign, as well as flooding a space station, basically. Whee! Uh, yeah. So that's a problem. Uh, but oh that's, uh, my god, that was ridiculous. Oh my god. Well, I hope you had fun with that. So folks, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, if you are new here, be sure to like, subscribe, smash bells. If you want to support the channel, I, I strongly encourage you to go find us on patreon.com slash dorktales uh, join the likes of our divine producers Shalton, DM Michael, Gray and Jade as well as our, our VIPs um, our, not our VIPs our princes of the Patreon, Taryn and uh, and Buddy who I see Buddy's right here, so good to see you Buddy um, yeah, join them because like, seriously, uh, every bit helps and it helps me continue to run these games as my job because uh, this is a full time gig uh, and if you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribe, smash bells share these with people, like let's have fun um and yeah thank you so much for tuning in we love you very much we will see you on friday because we're back on friday this week um yeah and by the way if we hit 50 patrons on patreon i will do something ridiculous uh i'll tell you more about that once we hit 40 because we're at 27 right now so keep going keep it up all right anyway we'll see you later good night everybody the reign of emery's is a dork tales production it stars Christine Rattray as Claudette Belmont, Amy Godfrey as Leiden Ann Marov, Kaylin Vinkel as Talfrin Prideri, Robin Holford as Ivy, and Katrina McGee as Veritrix Soulstar. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark. Our opening theme is Resolution by Alexander Nakarada, and our closing theme is Find Them, also by Alexander Nakarada. For a full list of the music used in this episode, check the show notes below. To learn more about the world that Reign of Emerys is set in, check out our wiki or visit our Discord where there's plenty of information to go around. Thanks for supporting this podcast. If you like what we do here and would like to help Dork Tales grow, leave a five-star review, share us with your friends, and leave a comment below. And hey, while we're talking about people who support Dork Tales, I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com slash dorktales, starting with our Patreon producers, our world-building producer, Jade, the maker of monsters, our divine producer, uh, my mom, and I guess my stepdad, Bob. Our demonic producer, Bricarious. Our fun, but evil, Funkle. We love you, Uncle Marty. Our wizard of the Patreon, Tammy the Forever Cleric. You're a wizard now, Tammy. Our princess of the Patreon, Taryn, the original Dorktales fangirl, Dustin, our time-traveling buddy from 1977, Trizelta, a.k.a. James Bododge, Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, The Traveler, Raven with Baubles, Karasha Urquhart, Drew Thompson, Sergio, Chef Aladeth, LaRuke, and Sorcerer Sanguine. 
our level 10 heroes, Nacro the Straw Hat Devil, Hans H. Boundahoof, Professor Multiverse, Snowy323, Adam Bomb, Tabitha Rudkin, Chandra Magic, Prophet of Woe, Draconis Majers, Dodger Lakers fan, Jamal Cheatham, Renee Hayes, Spork Saber, Colin Son, Iron Warrior X, Danica Rising, Voidweaver, and Rufio are very important patrons who donate five or more dollars per month. An actual guinea pig, Dale Cope, the eternal student of life, Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat, Evan, longtime listener, first time patron, Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista Mitchell, the Siege FX engine, Rio, but without the OZ, Robin Holford, the wine master, United Adventure Company, SM Pace, Hillary, Matt DS, Eric and Amber, Evil, Tommy Kiyama Spenson, Olivia, Joe Abad, Red Monk, Storm Shanks, Jacob, Random Equinox, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, Ray G, The Bong Master, David Ellis, Jeremy Smith, Lockjen, Slurm, Slouching Beast, Graham Rudkin, Frankenax, Policino, Chris Deeds, Malazang, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Laura Arasmith, Mashmakan, Just Andy, an Insomniac Veterinarian, Marcel, Loscrack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, Whistler, DM Shari, Gaming Hyperpanda, Stuart Tiffin, Ethereal Ashy, The Dixon Three, Owls, Bartold, KC, Eduardo Garcia, Tyler Saunders, David Carnan, Fally Pally, Waffle Rabbit, Eric of Norse Foundry, Robbie Dick, Parker Radborn, Caitlin Vinkel, Brandon Keane, Walter Manbeck, Diggy Diggy Blog, Marcos Olguin, Chris Kane, Braddockism, Stephen, Denise Atwood, Wolfgang, Nyla, Russell Christian, Shelley Garvin, Yosef, Stephen Malik, Game Hen, Panda Sior, and James G. And finally, our Dork Squad. Jen Peters, Daniel, Brent, CTRSTY, Hey Liz, Patrick, Zach Rules, Ace Emmett, Renee Anderson, Britton Williams, Ava Hernandez, Jacob Embry, Catherine Petricelli, Kathleen Halperin, Robin Barton, Judith Steen, Orion the Scott, Heavy Metal and T, Erica Lena, Kayla Haynes, Shannon McLean, Oni Yuri, Cade Green, Stephen Pearson, and Chip. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktales survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dorktales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.